and welcome everybody to episode eight of Late Arrivals. We got the full crew again this week, and uh, it's great to say this is the uh, first episode under the Hockey Focus Network. Uh, if you guys have been following our many, many updates over the last 48 hours, um, we're excited to join the Hockey Focus Network of podcasts. Um, guys have been great getting this set up for us um pretty much all it's going to be and all you guys need to know is uh you know it's going to be the same old show uh we just actually have a place to put it now and we're not on our own so it's exciting um we ask you guys you know go follow their accounts uh not not only the main hockey focus account and uh whatnot but there are other podcasts um yeah i think they have like uh like four different, four other four ones. Yeah, it's like four or five different ones, mm-hmm. um, ranging from a very various things. Uh, I know a few of them are mostly junior hockey uh, along those lines. But uh, on top of that, you know, we uh, we sat down and had our interview with Tyler last night, which went great. Um, I think mm-hmm. I speak for for all of us saying that you know we're grateful that Tyler came on. Um, yeah, it was it was a great time. Uh, we think you guys are really going to enjoy it. But uh, how, how's everyone doing tonight? Doing Pretty great. Good. Nice and chill. Lou's very good right now. Indeed. Yeah, you know, it's always great when we get ready to start and Lou goes, oh, fuck, I'm high. <laughs> 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 well, uh, you know, the main, the main allure of this episode definitely is going to be the interview. So uh, we're not going to stick too much on the news. Uh, we haven't had too much happen in the last week since... Uh, since last episode but uh you know world juniors is going on uh all 10 people in attendance seem to be having fun uh but the big story for us ducks fans has been mason mctavish uh, just continuing to bully the other children on the ice uh I, I say it almost every episode that he has mentioned but he is a grown man playing against a bunch of children sure and is. i'm okay with that because the more he impresses and the more he just does what he's been doing, you know, the happier I think we are. Um, also helps that Zellweger's doing really good. And I mean, we, we've heard mixed things about how Team USA is doing, but it sounds like <laughs> our guys there are doing great too. And Callie Klang hasn't been playing a lot for Sweden, but hey, you know, if they lose, he wasn't in net, we're, we're good. There was a. Uh... There was a stat put out. I don't remember if it was last night or if or if it was this morning, but it listed every single NHL team. And out of all the players in the World Juniors, um, the Ducks players led the entire NHL at the World Juniors in terms of points. I think it was like, it was something nuts. It was like 20-something or 30-something or maybe 40 I think I it was know. 24. Yeah. I, I remember seeing 24. Yeah. And like the next closest points, was like 13 or something like that. Yeah. It wasn't, it was a, it was at least a 10 point difference. So this has been, I mean, man, this has been a very fun last two world juniors. If you were, if you were a ducks fan and I tweeted it out um, yesterday morning, man, it's, it's, it's so wild to think that the ducks are very well on their way and, well within reason that they could very well be the first team to um, have 
back-to-back world junior MVPs. We had Trevor Zegers last year, obviously with his dominant performance. And then, you know, as you kind of alluded to Jake in the beginning, McTavish right now, just, just looking like an absolute fucking bowling ball, (laughs) an absolute train wreck in a positive sense, as in (laughs) just bowling and plowing through other dudes. And it just, it's just looking like it's not even close. And, um, you know, we, we, we had heard Pat Verbeek mention, you know, in his, in his first couple of months um, in the GM role in Anaheim that, you know, w- when he looks at the development of players, like he, he likes guys to look like they need to be challenged before mm-hmm. they're moved up to the next spot. He likes guys to really, you know, get into their own at their current level before they make the next step. And I think, I think it's all, I think it's as clear as day right now that, that motherfucker needs to be challenged <laughs> and i'd be i'd be i'd be shocked if he is not starting uh is not starting this season as a member of the opening night roster and it's going to be it's going to be exciting man i mean i mean yeah you know he's bigger than a lot of these kids at the world juniors he's a little older you know just a lot more skill he's a little quicker he's more physical he's a lot smarter but i mean i mean the talent just can't be denied and then he got and then he got zellweger over there just looking like one of the smartest defensemen we've ever seen at the world juniors with his decision-making. And, you know, he's not, he's not his place almost more interesting than McTavish's Cause he's kind of one of those players. Like he's not a kill McCarr where he's, you know, flashing, he's deking the fuck out of everybody. You know, he's just, he's just making smart plays. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's, he's, you know, just, just, the decision making stands out. Like he had, he had, he had that one pass on that golden night where he was, he was almost at the blue line, and he found a guy <laughs> streaking back door with an absolute bullet of a nice level pass. And it's just, it's, it's just little plays like that that just where he is just Owen Zellweger is just so above everybody else when it comes to the mental side of the game and thinking about things and thinking ahead. Oh, what's going to happen next? It's exciting for where he's going to be because he's only, I mean, he's one of the youngest players in his draft class. He's still one of the youngest players at this world juniors and he played last year too. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's an exciting time to be a Ducks fan, man. His, his game is beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's fun to watch, man. Yeah. So McTavish, what was it? Their fifth game today. He has uh, 14 points, seven goals, seven assists. Yeah, he's he's he, he looks bored. You know, I like how people were talking about <laughs> Zegras looking bored last year playing um for the was it for San Diego? I think that they oh he looked it was, bored. Uh, it was it was the year before. Yeah, year before that was the year before. Yeah, it was right, yeah, it was right before. before he made his debut. Yeah. Yeah. So that's him in San Diego. And <laughs> just McTavish looking bored in the world juniors is just funny to me. Like it's just that's crazy. It's just effortless, man. And that shot is just fucking otherworldly. Zellweger has seven points, two goals, five assists. And I know Gaucher yeah, just got a goal tonight, too. Yeah, shout out, shout out Nathan Gaucher, man. You know, playing yeah. playing a bottom six role. I mean, shit, I think he was the tenth forward tonight, and he still managed to yeah, he still managed to put one in the back of the net. So, you know, I know he's one of the younger guys on the team and um, you know, not really an elder statesman on this on this loaded uh on this loaded team Canada team. But um, yeah, you know, shout out, shout out Nathan Gaucher. Yep. I was saying we we can't ignore uh, Kent Johnson pulling a Michigan. Yeah, over yeah, the over fuck, the right? weekend, yeah. the rea- the, re- the reaction was pretty great too. The, that was filthy. Like his celebration was really good, and then the one kid that was like skating up to him, just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was but, pretty nice. Did you miss that, Lou? Yeah, I yeah, no idea. Oh my god, that's, that's cool. 
check the sorry, rivals that... uh twitter account sorry that's sorry that's just that was the most like classic lou thing ever wait a michigan happened <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Uh, U.S. is playing Czechia tonight. It's one-one. No, it's one-one. Yeah, like uh, second period, I think, just started. Yeah, I'm house sitting, so like where I have to sit in the house for like the most optimal position, I, <laughs> I can't see the TV anymore. So, oh, <laughs> I, had it, I had it on before. I had it on before we hopped on, but oh no, we're losing now. The fuck. This well, this happened. ain't great, kids. This is what happens <laughs> when we check in live. <laughs> God damn it! But, uh, oh, is there a game going on right now? I haven't really been watching this tournament. I was watching some of the Canada Switzerland game. USA and Czechia, Czechia. I don't. I I I say Czechia. I've heard both Czechia and Czechia. So I think it's Czechia. Yeah, the. uh, I mean, I should know. I'm Slovak. I should know. I mean, fuck with it, man. That's a tough look on me. I know. I'll figure it out. Whoops. But that uh, Zellweger to McTavish goal over the weekend, I think, was one of the most beautiful things I've seen in a while. Oh, the one-timer? Yeah. And, and again, it's just like it was so effortless, and he just kind of stood there after and was just like, eh, yeah, I scored. Okay. It was just it was the most nonchalant <laughs> pass leading into the most like effortless bullet of a one-timer you've ever seen in your life, and it was just instantly in the back of the net. As, we, as we've seen from McTavish this entire year when he was dominating with Hamilton in the OHL, you know, Every shot just looked effortless, but then it was also an absolute rocket at the same time. It's just that kid has just such an arsenal when it comes to his shot. He wields so many different shot types and everything. Everything is just deadly. I think my favorite thing about McTavish right now is that tweet that came out during the during the playoffs. uh, That like when the other teams would score, he was sitting on the bench yelling, fuck you at all the guys (laughs) skating by. Yeah, there's that there's that one video of him just sitting there and he's like. Fuck you, fifteen. <laughs> he's just—he's a little maniac, and it's great. Yeah, he's—he's he's, he's, he's gonna be our our little maniac. He's got that dog, for sure, and I love it. Indeed, he's got that dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, in other news, uh, the Golden Vegas Knights are falling apart at the seams, and uh, they announced that Robin Leonard's out the whole season instead of uh, what was projected to be an injury, probably putting him around a February return, um, which puts them in a, in the market for a goalie, which, you know, I'd probably start packing your things now, Gibson, because uh, <laughs> you know that they're going to oh, try boy. their damnedest to try and get somebody, you know, the next Ooh. shiny toy on the market. <laughs> Leonard's has had terrible luck lately. Well, I, I mean, want- you have I want all Zach the... Whitecloud. I want a first. I want a second. I want Jack Eichel. I want <laughs> Theodore coming back. Or what? <laughs> I want. Hey. I want Shea Theodore coming back. <laughs> I want free gambling money from one of the casinos. I want, I want a free weekend at 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 the Circa. <laughs> I feel like it, it's going to be somebody big. It's just how Vegas does things. They don't yep. care what's going to. You know, they don't care about the outcome this year as long mm-hmm. as it's winning a cup. That's all that matters. And who the hell do they even have right now? Logan Thompson? And it's, I think it's just Thompson and then the other kid in Henderson because Brassois out, Leonard's out, and I don't even know if they have anybody else. Um, did I, am I, am I, am I totally making this up? Did they, do they have Malcolm Subban? He's in they Buffalo. Have, 
They had him. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know why I, th- I don't know why I thought he was on Vegas for some reason. I don't know where I came up with that. He but. was there the expansion year. Yeah. That's he was right. he That's was one right. of their expansion picks. Okay. But, so I'm only six years too late. Okay. He's he's stuck in Buffalo now. So got it. Oh poor guy. <laughs> hey, he kind of had a little bit of a resurgence at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not too bad. But Leonard Leonard is 31 and he already had shoulder surgery. He's only 31? Holy fuck, I could have sworn that dude was already like 37. He kind of feels like he should be older, right? Yeah, I know. It feels like he's been around forever. But yeah, he's just... I feel bad for the guy. I really like him. No. He's, he's gone through a lot of stuff over the last three years or so. or I mean, probably more, but like in, in the public eye, it's been only a couple of years. Oh, yeah, 100%. Well, and you have like all the bullshit last year with his injuries of, mm-hmm. oh, he's going to play, but he's not playing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, all the stuff with the, the flurry fans of the world, you know, pretty much shit talking him and just piling on him after losses and stuff like that. Like feel for the guy because you know, he, with the history he's had, you know, it's probably not easy going to different teams and being accepted. Like he was with Chicago the yeah. Islanders. Now he talks a lot about how, terrible buffalo was you know (laughs) it seemed like for the longest time it was the best thing to happen for him like he he got built back up he kind of i wouldn't say changed the image around himself but like you know going to vegas was like that next step of oh he's got his game back you know he's really gonna thrive there and the second he got there it was okay you know him and flurry are butting heads and Mm -hmm. they're like no he's not like no one's they're not mad at each other but i I feel for the guy uh it must suck especially when you already had like a return slated and then it just is like yeah uh you've had some bad setbacks just uh sit this one out this year yeah (laughs) knowing nhl players like guys like that uh i mean pretty much any guy is going to try and play through whatever they can i mean we saw it with guys like kessler and you know, hip hips aren't something to mess with, especially as a goalie. Like it, it's bad enough as a player, but we'll see how Silverberg does too, because he went through the same thing. Yeah, I mean, Silverberg's a little different too. With not only was it the hip, but he had the the blood clot issues. That's true. Yeah, it's scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, scary. yeah. But you know, I I it just anytime someone noteworthy of Vegas goes down you just know that suddenly there's going to be rumors linking them to, Oh, well, this guy, this guy wants out again. And Vegas is the the front runner to, to try and swoop in and make a deal. And it just kind of feels like the next couple of weeks out of nowhere, there's just going to be something saying, Oh, you know, they're in on so-and-so and, uh, you know, they're willing to give up everything that they have left. Yeah, I think they're throwing in the Triscuits and uh, Nutri-Grain bars that are in the the break room in as well. <laughs> trying to, I'm trying to think of who, like, which goalies are even available outside of the whole Gibson thing. <laughs> There's not a whole hell of a lot out there unless you want and Anton Kudobin to come out of the you know the the hole that the Dallas Stars stashed him away in the minors uh yeah you know, it'd, like, it'd be funny if they signed if they went after gibson but it, 
like they're like, oh my god, we're gonna get Gibson, and then it ends up being Christopher Gibson because he is available. <laughs> Peter hey. Morazic have a job somewhere? I feel Morazic. like he, I feel like he got traded. I feel like he's on a new team every year. Well, I mean, when you're not, oh, yeah, he's not in. If only we had a device that could tell us such information. <laughs> okay, I'm busy. I'm, I'm busy right on cap friendly. The black he's, he's for the Chicago. How the hell did he sign that? What the heck? I, th- I thought he got traded. Um, I clicked on the wrong Peter. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> he got traded there July 7th. To Chicago? Yep. Yeah. Huh. Our second hear- round pick... We here at Late Arrivals are always on top of. Yeah. <laughs> Read the name, please. Moves. Read the name of the podcast, please. Oh, oh he said it. Braden Holtby's available, so. But he he is might he? retire. They, yeah. they heard something he's not, that said he's not. He's not coming back. No way. Corey Schneider. Nah. Yeah, negative on that one. Yeah, there's there's nothing, man. There's literally like if you go on Cap Friendly and go uh, UFA goalies, there's only one page, (laughs) seventeen different dudes, and like half the one is Braden Holtby. Half the guys are the AHL. Half of them are like guys that didn't get offers. Half of them are are EASHL goalies. (laughs) (laughs) Our man Butets might be on there. Wait, is this Jake's name on here? <laughs> <laughs> well, in other goalie news, uh, on in a positive light, I guess you could say, uh, Buffalo Sabers are retiring Ryan Miller's number. It's pretty cool. Kind of, kind of feel like it was a matter of time. Um, you know, give him a year to adjust to the retired life and spend some time with his kids but uh they're retiring his jersey on january 19th of this year playing the islanders maybe get a reverse retro game in there i kind of i was kind of hoping they'd be playing the ducks but what can you do they just don't want you to have nice things chris no sabers are always always against me isn't that kind of the case with their fans in general, though. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. So you're no martyr, Chris. Come on. Think of think of the other people. It's well-deserved, though. I think oh, 100%. Percent, kind man. of a no-brainer yeah. there, especially with all the years that he was a Sabre. I mean, he talks a lot about how much he enjoyed his time in Buffalo and how he'll always love the city. So, yeah. Reward to a great guy, a great goalie. Mm. Um yeah, and I mean, I mean, I mean, arguably, you know, between him and Quick, I mean, I mean, one of the best, or at least one of the top two American goalies of all time. Yeah, I mean, you know, not really much else to say with Ryan Miller. I mean, I mean, you know, the resume speaks for itself there. Very, yeah, very, I don't know if we were all well there. I don't very know well if we were all there for his that. Uh, I want to say it was Scott Niedermeyer's retirement, but Miller was in. He they got the win and that was that made him like the winningest american goalie i think in history i think that was the game i don't know if we were all there i know i was there if it was if it was at scotty's jersey retirement then yes i was there yeah i, I think i, I was remember, there too but... yeah that was that yeah. was really cool yeah that was yeah 
honestly Love us some miller after that season i try and forget it because i i was in attendance for that whole 11 game losing streak that year and <laughs> oh yeah i don't like i don't like remembering that year it was fun <laughs> having season tickets and all but yeah uh, well, can we can we can we can we go back to that for this year so we can we can uh reunite uh mctavish and connor bedard <laughs> please that'd be so great but and we reunite mctavish and connor bedard and then we draft a guy with a great first name so <laughs> yeah it's a win wait you can't lose you're losing to <laughs> really? win, and then the, yeah. you you're losing but you're winning at the end so there's no True. there's no there's really no losing if you think about it I'm honestly just gonna be upset if he ends up going to the Blackhawks or the Sharks. Ugh. Well, it's looking like the Blackhawks are gonna be be in the running a little more. You know, yeah, signing signing Jack Johnson today. Yeah, Lou. If it's the Coyotes, that'll be that'll be pretty cool. Flyers will be in there. Coyotes will be in there. Hawks will be in there. Habs will probably be in there again. I'll be rigged for the 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 Habs again. Ducks Maybe. are not an well. enigma, man. Ducks are kind of an enigma, you know. I feel like we'll there's gonna be no real middle ground. I feel like we'll be like right in the hunt for like one of the last wild card spots, or we'll be like bottom five again. Like I don't really know what to expect, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I think this is gonna be the the real vibes over uh, production kind of seasons where it's just yeah, gonna be. I thought I thought last season was vibes over anything, but I think this season is really just vibes over anything. Yeah. So let McTavish play a lot, get some of the younger guys into games, see what they can do. Enjoyed, enjoyed John Klingberg for the 50 games he's here. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, last season was probably the most fun I've had in a losing season in a while. Like that was, yeah, was the most fun losing season. Yeah, that was we fun. hadn't had a losing season like that in a while. Like I know the, I know the season before was just bad and horrible. Yeah. <laughs> and it was our and it was worse. You know, we ended up picking we ended up picking third overall, but I mean, at least this past one we were losing, but it was still fun. We were playing fun hockey. Well, yeah, not so much fun hockey towards the end, but at least for the first part of the year and a little bit into the latter half of the year, we were we yeah. were playing watchable fun hockey. Post yeah. all post all star game was rough, but yes, that <laughs> kind was, that yeah. kind of that kind of tends to be the thing with the Ducks. You either start out hot, go into the break and be bad, or mm-hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm struggle your way into the all-star break and then either get the results or just still kind of be chugging along till the end. That's how we do things. I wouldn't be mad if this was another year of just signing random guys, you know, on the topic of the 25th season, <laughs> thinking of, uh, yeah, we had Pontus Aberg in the top six. Oh man. I miss him. What a season. <laughs> that was what great. Then he went away and we had sprung for like all 30 games we had him for and yeah Bob i'll Murray, never forget Bob Murray I'll, never hated forget him. The, uh, I'll never forget the pontus aberg meme like someone photoshopped the timu solani like new jersey retirement and they put aberg 20 and it was in comic sans yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh. There's a guy that sat in the section, like two sections over for us, uh, from us that year. That anytime Aberg was on the ice, he was yelling his name, and it was funny. I I started playing rookie at Anaheim that season, and I recognized the dude's voice, and he was playing rookie as well. And I came up to him, I'm like, "Dude, you're the you're the Aberg guy," and he goes, 
oh shit am i famous or something <laughs> it's just like no i could just hear you three sections away and he was like oh yeah i'm pretty loud he's like <laughs> but i do get fucked up most of the time i'm like oh well okay cool yeah. <laughs> but you do you man yeah live your life buddy that season yeah, I mean, feels I, like a fever dream honestly yeah i miss sprong too sprong was fun seattle kraken legend yep and now we were hurt again with Milano. It just never ends. It's just, you know, circling and, back. That's just how we do sometimes. And not only was I, you know, sad with the Milano stuff, but then, you know, I was going to name our mascot <laughs> Sonny. But, you know, Lou had to come and snatch that away. All the little hope I had left. Look at him. What'd I do? <laughs> no, I... I had the name Sammy. You did, but Lou yeah. was the one that questioned Sonny that made the Oh, whole... that's right. Okay, that's right. Okay. <laughs> Lou was the one that caused the problem. He sure did. If you say so. I don't know what I did, but... <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, are you ready, Lou? We we waited for you to talk about this. Well, I'm but ready. We, we had some reverse retros leak, and... We couldn't talk about it without Lou because I think we uh, we would have had a fight if we did. <laughs> but uh, oh, we we had some reverse retros leak uh, last week. Uh, notably, we had Tampa Bay's going back to the lightning bolt design, which I'm excited for because yeah. I love ugly jerseys like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, the Blackhawk like Wild Wing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so bad. It's good <laughs> the uh the blackhawk leak i kind of like uh i mean there's not too many there's not too many jerseys that they can pull from they're kind of like in the red wings case where they have just too classic of a jersey that mm-hmm. there's only so many options you can do and change up and make different um we had sharks and the golden seals and that one wasn't so much a leak of what it's going to look like but it's just kind of a source of a source saying that you know they're going to go back to that look for the season which i'm assuming is probably going to be something like what the wild did with the north star colors or like Mm -hmm. the kings did with theirs um going back to like the color scheme and some sort of modernized look i saw i saw something with the seals jersey but in sharks colors instead yeah instead of saying yeah that'd be pretty cool yeah if, yeah. it, um, if it was an actual like seals jersey and there were no hints that it was a san jose sharks jersey i would buy it <laughs> like didn't bring back, have... bring back bring back the all white skates too there you go i i heard that uh, they, they were thinking about it oh but I mean, who knows how far that goes dallas did white white pant shells and white gloves for theirs mm-hmm. the last time around so that was that was pretty... the worst one that the stars? Was the, star. the stars one was absolutely the worst one they looked like stormtroopers they I missed that logo, but they really messed it up. Like, yeah, why did they, use the they messed colors? up? They messed up such a good logo. Why yeah. did they use their current colors instead of the original ones? Because it's the stars. It's the stars, yeah. It's like the ducks trying to pass off the fucking black and orange. Like they're so <laughs> dead set on the victory green, which don't get me wrong, I used to dislike the stars logos, but they've kind of grown on me. It's so bad. Um 
I kind of feel like they're in the same boat of like the abs where I prefer watching the stars play at home because of how their TV broadcast is like brighter, mm-hmm. makes the jerseys look better. Yeah. And just kind of how like the ambiance of the, the rink is like the green just looks better when everybody in the crowd's wearing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Which is how I feel about the abs, like the burgundy and the blue wasn't my favorite. I really disliked it when they introduced it, but like, the more this season went on, seeing more of the burgundy jerseys in the audience just kind of mm-hmm. makes it, you know, a little more visually appealing. Yeah, I have that uh, old third jersey from the abs, the one that says Colorado down the front of the mm-hmm. jersey. Yeah, that's you know, like the that Forsberg one. one you get. Peter Forsberg, yes. I'm in love with that jersey. It's kind of weird. <laughs> jersey? Yeah, sorry, Luke. Sweater. <laughs> Trying my best, buddy. <laughs> uh this one kind of sparks some outrage but the islanders are going to go back to the fisherman logo which everyone's been calling for forever but they're going to do it in their current colors and not bring back the uh the teals no teal yeah that's kind of that that was kind of a big letdown for me i'm 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 definitely excited that the fisherman's coming back that was definitely my favorite of like the horrible 90s jerseys yeah i think I always love that one. And I thought the teal kind of like made the Jersey what it was. So it'll be a little weird. I mean, it'll be, I mean, I assume they're just going to have more white or maybe some gray or something, but at least, yeah, at least that horribly awful, amazing logo is going to come back. So, and hopefully it doesn't look exactly like the, the logo that's been shared on aesthetics because that's too much orange in my opinion. That's a lot of orange. The whole thing is orange. Oh, that's why you need the oh. teal. Yeah. Yeah, the teal kind of cuts it a little bit. But I mean, the fisherman could wear the normal blue color, even not orange. Yeah. There's just a lot of lot of stuff. It also, I mean, it is also a Lou Lamorello team, so. He <laughs> was probably like, no, no, no other colors. Yeah, and speaking of him, you know, I thought we were gonna have uh, cadre news to talk about, but because like last week at this time, no, I think it was, yeah, it was last week at this time. We were literally, I read something that Kadri with the Islanders, what was it, like eight years is just about done? Well, it was that. And then what the fuck happened to the four cap clearing moves that the Islanders apparently had yeah. in the works that were ready to be sent off? That was like, that was like, a, the Kadri thing was a week ago. Those four mm-hmm. things were like a week and a half ago. So like, yeah. what the fuck, like. Is Nazem Kadri locked in a basement somewhere? Could we don't be. know. That's really sad. Maybe we should. What? Figure that out. Rescue Kadri. The next Oceans movie. <laughs> Rescuing Nazem Kadri. They uh they uh they have uh they're sending the trade proposals to, via carrier horse, <laughs> sending it in a wagon. Later rifles save Nazem Kadri. <laughs> what other first le- on the scene? What other leaks did we have? The in- Oilers. The, the oh, that's right. Oilers. The so the Oilers are going back to the McFarland McFarland ones, and the Devils was like the Kansas City Scout jersey, yeah. right? Yeah, that would be interesting. I kind of I kind of dig that Scouts logo. It's like very seventies, very sixties, very seventies. So I don't know yeah. how it's gonna look with the Devils logo though. They don't. Yeah, I don't think they ever said. It kind of looks like a, had... the Blues ninety uniform in a way. Kind of, mm. yeah. Because I don't know if it's gonna be the Scouts. Or like the Devils jersey in the Scouts colors, or I've seen a thing with the Scouts logo with the Devils logo within the 
the scouts logo. So I don't know what they're what they're gonna do, but little it does kind of it does kind of look like the blues though. I mean, it's the same colors. So, but this then, is a a rare Oilers win if it, they're doing the McFarland. Yeah, that jersey takes me back. Yeah, I love that uniform. The uh, the uh, the oil drop. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. As yeah, long as they don't do what they did to theirs, because their reverse retros are pretty ugly the first time around, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are bad. Yeah, those Which, are... knowing the Oilers, they uh, they don't have a habit of making good decisions last very long. So I, I'm kind of tapering my expectations until we see it, because... Yeah. Just, I wish they just... would bring back the copper uniforms. I, I mean, they're that. at least bringing back the royal blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank God. For. Yeah, that's true. I know a lot I of hated people hated the. Alternate. I know a lot. A I lot hated, of hated the 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 copper, but I didn't mind it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like that copper era. It just. It just. It no. just. I hate that. I hate that mid two thousands like, pubic gold. I, I like that. like pute gold like weird yeah. like dull boring colors like no. It's why I hate the gold that the ducks currently have that we never mm-hmm. got rid of. Yeah, I just. No, it looks yeah. disgusting. It looks like piss. It looks like vomit. <laughs> Get rid of it. I mean, I yeah, I'm totally down for them to stay with the orange. Like I love it. But if they could just substitute the gold with something, yeah, like a please. like a deep green would look so sick. Like a like a like a Miami Hurricanes, but like mm-hmm. not as bright. Yeah, yeah. I always yeah. think of like the. Um, I could maybe work. That'd be that could be fun. Yeah. But how else are we supposed to show our championship pedigree if we don't have gold on the jersey? <laughs> Think you guys are missing the point there. Ah, whatever. And everyone's man. always everyone's always like, well, well, and everyone's argument to that that like wants to keep the gold is like, well, if we were just orange, black, and white, we'd look like the Flyers. Like there aren't like five teams in every sport that are blue, red, and white. Yeah, I mean like, the yeah. Sabers, the, the Sabers and Preds are the same colors. Islanders, Canadians, Oilers, the Canadians, the Blue Jackets, the Rangers. It's like okay, Capitals, like, <laughs> the Capitals. It's like I do like how we get a lot of Flyers fans kind of coming over to uh, Ducks Twitter when we play them, and like they always get so mad that we're that they're like, oh, we're the we're we're the true orange and black team. It's like, dude, we don't care. <laughs> Nobody the cares. We're forty years older than our team. Yeah. We're we're gatekeeping colors now. Like, yep. Okay, so every team is 30 different colors. Like I just like that I made that guy go private because I kept receipts of like all the shit he said that one night and then at the end of the season when they didn't make the playoffs, I sent mm-hmm. him to him and he actually deactivated for a while and then he locked his account and I felt very I was very vindicated. I was like, you know what, if you're gonna be fucking stupid, like God, you deserve is. to be made fun of. <laughs> His last name looked like lasagna. That I kind of feel bad about because I don't know. That was a little mean. Uh, what but hey, do? what are you gonna do? Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Also, um, Calgary's bringing back Blasty. Oh year. right, and they're bringing that back as a third jersey, aren't they? Third, I think. Uh, yeah. Something along those lines. Yeah, aesthetic said it suggests that it's their new third. Be pretty cool. I mean, everyone loved for them. Everyone loved the reverse retros, so they might as well stick with something that sold pretty well. Yep. 
I kind of like the Canucks, uh, Johnny Canuck. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about that one. Yeah. That one's pretty good. I, yeah. I like that they have, they're have they going with the uh, orange shield. Yeah. I love that. That's yeah. a good touch. Instead of the, like, chrome that was on, that's on pretty much all of them now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that'll look, that'll look super classy. It'll make them even more rare, too, when uh, Adidas is out as the manufacturer, which, yeah. You know, Reverse retros were already hard to find after uh, teams sold out of them. So I can imagine what the market on those fucking things are going to be like in <laughs> three, four years when everyone's like, oh, rare jersey, one season, orange shield. Like I, I yeah. can see the eBay listings now that just say orange shield. <laughs> I'm trying to think, did we miss any teams? I know the aesthetics uh thing had the jets logo but i don't remember seeing anything about the jets was it just no, kind of um Timu it was for and... Timu, Timu's jersey retirement that's what yeah. it was yeah okay or i don't know if it was number retirement but it was like going into their team hall of fame i don't remember i don't know if it was both but it was definitely it's like hall the jets hall of fame yeah i don't know yeah. if it was number retirement but but um what i've what i read i forgot where i read this but the jets I don't know if it's their third or reverse retro that's supposed to be the old Jets logo. Um, um but you know that like lighter blue they use now? Yeah. It's the gonna powder. be that color. Yeah. Mm. Whatever really they call care it. For that uniform. Okay. All right. That's what I've we'll seen see. at least. We'll see. That won't be terrible. I mean, there's yeah, teams nothing. that clearly have worn worse. <laughs> yeah. The Jets might be going with the Thrashers uniform for the reverse. That'd be sick. With the one with the one color well, yeah with the yeah that was the one, fucking the, hard yeah it would be awesome hard. the one sleeve bro fucking Ilya Kovalchuk out there with like the tucked in jersey in the back and the the curved tinted visor <laughs> and 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 like the the toe tape all the way at the end of the stick yeah just letting off rifles with the one arm sleeve pointing Sidney Crosby in the was, penalty box that was filthy that was I a miss, I miss the Thrashers, man. Yeah. R.I.P. the Thrashers, man. Fuck. I didn't care for those red jerseys, though. Do you remember those ones? Yeah, those were bad. Yeah, those were yeah. pretty gross. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the football ones that yeah, said, like, yeah. Atlanta yeah. with the number in the middle. Yeah. yeah. And they had the weird, like, just the, the bird, like, head on their shoulder, and it looked... Yeah. Yeah, it was it was weird. Oh, those are weird. Yeah, they're Let's not great. Google it. That was a that was a weird time for jerseys because that was around the time Buffalo had the Buffalo slug, right? <laughs> yeah. And saying their jerseys for the longest time had the numbers on the chest. Mm-hmm. Dallas, I think, probably was still Dallas. wearing the football jersey. Those were terrible too. Oh my god. Those jerseys make me think of the the Thornton Jamie Ben fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back when I actually kind oh, of respected totally- Jamie Ben. <laughs> and I totally forgot about those Thrashers jersey. Not only did they have the one navy sleeve, down the sleeve it had A-T-L-A-N-T-A. It had yeah. Atlanta spelled out down the sleeve. Even cooler. Yeah. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Those were sick. <laughs> well, speaking of expansion teams, uh-huh. our topic from Hockey365 this week is... Uh, he asked us, do we see this season as a win or a success or a failure from the position of the Seattle Kraken, given how they drafted, how the season played out for them, and kind of where they sit now? 
I think I think it's a success. I mean, I mean, we saw the roster that they put together in the expansion draft. You know, they they kind of went the opposite of the Vegas route. Um, you know, um, Ron Francis was kind of like, hey, you know, we're gonna or is Ron Francis their coach or their GM? GM. GM. Okay, I don't know why. I... Dave Haxtell's the coach. Yeah, Haxtell. That's right. Okay, that's right. All right, scratch that. Jake, edit that out. Um, <laughs> no you know, edits, we, baby. We, <laughs> yeah, we saw that Ron Francis came in and how he kind of approached the expansion draft and he was kind of going the anti-Vegas route of hey, you know, we're not going to we're not going to cripple ourselves from a cap standpoint, you know, we're going to take guys that are, you know, you know, a super low cap hit, you know, we're we're going to suck for a little bit, you know, we're going to we're going to do it the right way that we saw a lot of expansion teams go about, you know, when they first started, you know, the Ducks did it the same way, you know, the Wild the the Blue Jackets, Predators, you know, however you want to look at it, you know, mm-hmm. all the expansion teams that have popped up in the last 30 years or so. Um, yeah. And then, and then, oh my God, their first or no, not their first, their second draft as a team this past year. I, 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 I wouldn't put it past them to say that they had the best draft out of any team this past year. Yeah. I mean, to walk away with Shane Wright at fourth overall. Um, I mean, fuck. I mean, that alone is just might be the biggest win of the draft. I think I think they legit had had one of the best drafts this year. You mm-hmm. know, they 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 definitely have a plan going forward. You know, they're on that rebuilding thing, but they're not like rebuilding from anything that they had in the past. You know, because they're a new team. But yeah, they're built. They're slowly building up. They're gathering all the assets, and yeah, I think I think I think that season was a success. And I think I think you know it was a popular team. There was a there was a fuck ton of people at all their games. Yeah. right yeah so and seattle's a great sports town as well so i i think it's gonna i think it's gonna do well up there so it's a it's a it's a win in my book for seattle i want to like them i don't want to hate them since i already hate vegas like i want to have like a team in the conference that i don't despise because yeah. it's kind of like a little brother team so i'm all i'm all, I'm all for the kraken success i don't know kraken fans are gonna like that anaheim yeah. ducks fans a little brother i'm sure that- yeah, <laughs> uh, i didn't mean it like that but no <laughs> Yeah. starting war with another <laughs> fan base let's go uh, no but i they're arena gotta be nice awesome but i'm too. still a dick <laughs> <laughs> i want to like them too I, i'm upset that they're in our division but i would agree with connor i think i do i do feel like they could have done a little bit better with the expansion draft um i feel like they lost out on some good talent um but I mean, I think it's going to make up, you know, it'll make up for it with uh, Beneers coming and Shane Wright. I mean, I think they're set up pretty well and they're probably going to be pretty annoying in the next, in a couple of years, at least. But I, 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 I like what they did. I think they're fine. I really think the expansion draft was their only fuck up really, mm-hmm. but you know, we'll never know the truth of, Oh, you know, no one was listening to us. Like, they did with vegas everyone learned their lesson mm-hmm. i hockey's run by a bunch of old men who don't really aren't really smart mm-hmm. um so i i kind of take that with a grain of salt because yeah i think teams did learn you know we certainly weren't giving up a shea theodore in hayden flurry yeah. when we let them take him but mm-hmm. like you know yeah there's some things they fumbled like you know Letting Vanacek go back to the caps, having yeah. guys that you know were there for all of you know five seconds, mm-hmm. like Giordano and guys like that. Like, yeah, you can say 
from that perspective, like they maybe fumbled the expansion, but like Connor said, like they arguably had a really solid draft this year and, and a good free agency. Yeah. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. people clearly yeah, want to play there because yeah. they see something. So, you know, if I'm a Kraken fan, yeah, yeah, this year might have sucked as your first, but like they're kind of getting the ball rolling and it's like they know what they're looking to do with this team now and having two, you know, really great talents like Beneers and Shane Wright as your centers down the middle, uh, you mm-hmm. know, in your future. It's not exactly a bad thing to have. Nope. The uh the Kraken fans or the uh the crackheads. <laughs> they have uh <laughs> They got a lot to look forward to in the future. I think I think I think that's gonna be a really, a really fun young team here in a couple of years. And and Lou won't agree with me here, but I do love their sweaters. Overrated. Yeah, that's another bad Lou take. I'm not Overrated. gonna go on the same. I'm, sorry. I'm not gonna go on the same. I'm not like gonna go colors. on the same raising canes rant I went on last week, but that's a bad that take. That was the best. I, I enjoyed like the that. colors they chose. The only issue, the only issue is the logo's too big. Shrink yeah. the logo and it's yeah. and, and it's good, but yeah. I don't it's like unique. the colors they chose. It's a unique color scheme. Not really. <laughs> How is it not a unique color scheme? <laughs> it's not. I love that ice blue, man. I love what it. What other so much. team is navy, ice blue, red, and white? I'm sure you could find one. No, I can't. No, Lou, I can't. <laughs> I literally cannot. I'll Google one. I'll Google it. I do like <laughs> I do like how there are like six different blues. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for like all those shades of blue. I kind of I kind of yeah. I like I love that seafoam green or like whatever you want to call that green that North they have. North Carolina. No, they don't have. No, it's not like a light blue. No, that's a light blue. That's not that's not what they have. They have like a, they're navy and then like a seafoam green and then red <laughs> and then white and then I think a little bit of silver maybe too. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think it's a fun. It, you know, it's a fun shakeup of colors. I kind of I kind of like their look. I think their logo is cool. The way they mm-hmm. have like the kraken eye. Yeah, it's red in the middle of the logo. I think that's yeah. a super nice touch. And then, and then the anchor logo is cool as well. The alternate I think, logo. Yeah, I think that's. I hope. Cool. I hope whether it's this year or next year. I mean, shit, God knows what the hell the Kraken. I wonder what do, their reverse retro is yeah, going to be. Yeah, that's that's what I was just leading into. Like, I wonder what theirs is going to be. Maybe we'll see like a a third jersey or or. Well, didn't they have like a team in like 1929 or something? Yeah, if I uh-huh. read something that they might wait on the Seattle Metropolitans throwback they, jersey. They they said they want a winning team that yeah. like reflects. Yeah, they nice. want a better the pedigree of the name. Yeah, yeah, I can respect it. I'd like I'd like to, I'd like to see I'd like to see a jersey, like yeah. an alternate an alternate third jersey with that sea foam green and then the anchor logo. I think mm-hmm. that'd be. Fun. I love how it has a space needle in there and everything. It's it's perfect. yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a cool logo. I mean, one could argue. I mean, some people think that should be the main logo. I mean, I mean, I think I think both logos are cool. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of the look. It's fun. It's fresh and yeah, yeah. And it's a different name, Kraken. Like yeah, it's cool. It's awesome. Oh, the singular is also plural names are are fucking cool. Lightning, <laughs> wild. Yeah. yeah, those are also fun. Yeah, you rat, you rat. Yeah. Shout out having a graphic design team that graphic design really is their passion yeah. <laughs> i i like that when they before the expansion draft like they did that whole like in-depth like thing on their website of like the little in- intricacies of the uniform and the mm-hmm. logos and stuff because like they actually took the time to like put it together where i feel like with vegas like everyone heard the name and was just like what the fuck like, yeah the hell's a golden knight <laughs> i mean i mean at least this time 
yeah, they didn't pull a Vegas and almost have, you know, infringement issues with, yeah. uh, with another sports team, but with uh, a college, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I feel like, like we've said kind of across the board, like Seattle's going to be a pain in the ass in the near future. And I just feel like if they do get better next year, they're just going to keep getting better mm-hmm. because it's going to be like Vegas. If they're good and they're the new rock and spot, like people are going to want to go there and play. Um, yeah. Hockey players are weird and there's any issues with taxes that always kind of turns guys away. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I feel like if they're good enough, you're going to get guys that are going to start going, Hey, like I'd love to play there. Like, you know, yeah, that yeah, wouldn't be a crack in. I think having teams that are young like that, that kind of start from the ground up and become good is you have guys that step in and they're like, oh, this is my opportunity to make a name for myself. Like, yeah, if I go there in free agency, like I could be the top dog. Like I can really be the talk of the town if I do well. So I could I could totally see success, like really making that market flourish. Yeah. Like just knowing how like the Seahawks Seahawks fans are, and like uh, even even soccer there MLS with the Seattle Sounders they're crazy. So I mean once once they get I mean and I mean I know it was their first year in the league, so of course the place is going to be packed. But but I mean hopefully it stays that way. And then once that team gets really good, that place is going to be crazy. Well, I mean the fact that they were sold out of season tickets like two years in advance before the team even existed like. Oh yeah, didn't they? You have a hardcore fan base up there already. Didn't they I, sell like thirty-two thousand? Yeah, or something like that. So there's like a huge waiting list now. But yeah. um, yeah, so they'll be good for a while. Also, I like how they have one of their um, sponsors is Crack and Rum. I just think that's perfect, and I'm glad they took that. Okay, carry on. <laughs> hey, they they know their brand endorsements well. They know what. Yeah what's going to fit and resonate with people yeah they also have starbucks inside their practice facility and that makes me jump for joy their practice facility is so nice i can't tell you how many times i applied for jobs (laughs) at their rink because i was just like oh my god it's so shiny and new so pretty (laughs) well it's a good segue into uh the very little listener questions we do have this week. Um, it was kind of a kind of an odd week where we didn't take many, just knowing that we were going to sit down with Tyler and have a whole you know hour hour thirty with him, just <laughs> kind of shooting the shit and asking him questions. So you know, yeah, didn't want to log it uh, over log you guys with too many questions about things. Is but, that how long you know, it was? I haven't looked at it, but oh, okay. uh, I'm a, I'm just assuming because we I'm, did go. I was a little afraid for you to message how long it was because I was like, oh man, that was that was long. Don't worry, when we hop off of this, I'll uh, combine <laughs> the two and let oh, you boy. know. <laughs> but uh, both our questions this week come from Olivia. Her first one is to help her settle a debate. Is the beginning of the week Sunday or Monday? Monday. 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 Boom. You, I mean, if you're working a nine to five, are you starting work on Sunday? No. I mean, arguably no. I think Sunday is technically the first day of the week, but it's Monday. Technically, not, yes, but like I mean mentally. Technically, yeah, mentally not in these parts. It's Monday. 
but even then like when it's sunday and i have something coming up like that upcoming tuesday or wednesday i still i still say this next week Mm -hmm. i don't say this week if it's on sunday yeah same yeah yeah i i mean that's what the term sunday scaries mean you are you are (laughs) afraid and anxious for the week ahead Mm -hmm. week that has not happened yet boom i haven't had the luxury in the last couple years to not work on sundays so uh I definitely would say Monday's the beginning of the week because in my mind it was like, oh shit, get through Sunday and not have to worry about bullshit for a full week. It kind of sucks, man. As somebody who works a nine to five, like Sunday after six p.m. is like the most depressing, the most boring (laughs) time of the week. Especially like when when football's going, and it's like, oh cool, football's on, and then like. Yeah, when that, Sunday when night that, football when that last game ends. Yeah, yeah. So like, you're just like sitting. It's like 9 p.m. if you're on the West Coast. You're just sitting there. You're like, fuck. You're like, Monday tomorrow. <laughs> My God. Hey, at least when football starts and Monday night football is a thing. Mm-hmm. Sundays aren't too bad. Mondays and Thursdays and Sundays and Saturdays <laughs> with college and fuck yeah, I'm excited for football season. I actually am too. Last year was kind of the first year where I was actually kind of upset the Bills lost, but <laughs> that game was also really good. And I still was kind of in that mode of, yeah, I don't I haven't I haven't followed the Bills long enough to be yeah. hurt by them. So that last playoff game. Yeah. Yeah. Against the Chiefs. I was like, I'm not even like a huge Bills fan. I just grew up around them, obviously, and I, I'll root for them. But I was pissed off. Like I, I was so mad. Off too. I was pissed. <laughs> Oh. I was so mad. I felt like a fan. I was like sweating. Just ridiculous. It was ridiculous. <laughs> we knew why you were mad, Lou. Yeah, I don't want anything good to ever happen to the Kansas City Chiefs. They could piss up a rope and, uh, you know. <laughs> I wasn't mad. Well, what yeah, because you? you won the Super Bowl. I wasn't fuck. mad. Rams repeat. I mean, Just take spent- a seat week one. Bills. Dude, that's why, bro. If we lose, bro, if we lose week one, I don't fucking care. Bills by three. If we lose week one, that's fine, it, and it doesn't count because I will be at Allison Chains that night, and I don't even count. <laughs> so if we lose that night, I didn't see it. It doesn't count, and then we're on to week two. All right. Okay. So if I'm messaging, I'm just gonna like uh, message you separately on Twitter, mm-hmm. and if it, if if a lot's coming in, Bills are winning. Okay. Just letting you know. I'll be, <laughs> I'll, be, quiet, I'll, be I'll be watching alone. Alice in Chains, Chris. I won't be checking my phone. So you'll be you'll be you'll be talking to nobody. All right. All right. How about, how about how bad it? I was just in I was just in Pittsburgh this past week, so I'll hit you with the has bad it. Oh god. Has bad it. <laughs> well, Olivia's other questions kind of changing it up, but uh she wants to know top three shows all time. Oh fuck. I I I'm not I'm not a good person to answer Ooh. this. I'm like the worst TV show watcher in the world. I'm more movies, but I definitely have some uh, some TV shows. I think my number one, it's kind of a toss-up between Breaking Bad and Ozark. Okay. I love both of those so much, so it's kind of hard. So I guess I'll just put them at one and two, and I won't say who's one and two. but And then three, I would go maybe... Hmm. Maybe Working Moms. You ever see Working Moms? Nope. No. That's a that's a good show. I enjoy it. 
I'll say Working Moms. It's on Netflix. Check it out. I'll give you one. I can probably say this is my favorite TV series I've ever watched. Vikings. Vikings. I haven't Vikings. seen that yet, but I've been Vikings. wanting to. That's a History Channel show. Vikings is fucking cool. It's on uh it's on Hulu or Netflix, I think. It's on one of the I think two. It was but... on Hulu. Yeah, it's on Hulu. It's fucking awesome. It's sick. I do love King of Queens as well. That's my comfort show. So <laughs> Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul, yeah. I forgot. I'm almost, I'm, almost, <laughs> I'm almost finished with it finally. And yeah. I've been muting and I still trying to, to mute everything re- related to the show. Fucking mm-hmm. someone on the timeline today was retweeting spoilers and I Jesus. wanted to message them and say, hey, thanks, you fucker. Put it, put it, put it this way. I'm so bad at watching TV shows. I just considered putting Family Guy in my top three. Oh wow! <laughs> so the that's way how, that's is... how I I'm the worst movie and TV show watcher. Like I've seen nothing. So the way the way Connor is with TV shows, that's how I am with music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, like when I'm watching a show, I put it on like as I'm going to bed, and I fall asleep to it. Just background like, noise. Yeah. Yeah, Vikings. I swear to God, it was the first show in like a couple of years that I sat down like on the couch, excited to watch every night. Okay. And I watched the entire thing, just stared at the TV. I'm obsessed with Breaking Bad. I've watched it from start to finish. I'm not even joking. Probably eight different times. That's it's such a good show. Yeah. yeah, and I've even gone out to Albuquerque a couple of times, and I've gone to different places where they filmed, <laughs> and I've been to the chicken restaurant. It's not. But it's not a chicken <laughs> restaurant. It's uh, they sell burritos. It's called Twisters in real life, and it's actually pretty good. Shout out oh. to Albuquerque. <laughs> Next time Did we're down you? that way, you'll have to take us. Maybe yeah. have maybe Heather won't die this time. That's true. <laughs> We'd hope not. <laughs> Rest That's in sweet. peace. <laughs> I would say mine, Seinfeld. Oh yeah, you know what? Seinfeld's in there too for me. Seinfeld's in my top three. I told I totally forgot about that. That's another one. Seinfeld. Yeah. I would go Seinfeld, Breaking Bad, and The Sopranos. Okay, nice. That's a good one. And The Wire as a my fourth. The Wire. What The Wire is a really good show. What's that on? The uh, HBO. HBO. Okay. Yeah. Hey, where's the freaking Gabagool? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I forgot about Barry. So now that you brought up HBO, I like I like Barry. That's a good one. Have you heard of have any of you heard of that one? The name mm. sounds familiar, yeah. He's uh he's an assassin and he wants to quit that life and become an actor. <laughs> I think my parents were watching that show actually. Yeah, so he vaguely sounds familiar. Yeah, so he's trying to balance his life of being an actor but also still being an assassin while living in LA. <laughs> so <laughs> Let's say my my top three number one's definitely breaking bad. I finished it recently. I told mm-hmm. you guys uh, how sporadic my viewing was where <laughs> I'd watch like seven episodes in a day and then not watch it for like three weeks and then come right back to it the same way. But I don't know. It's just one of those shows that I always thought like I wouldn't say it was overhyped, but like so many people told me how good it was. And mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of in the same boat as Connor, like. I don't really sit down and watch shows unless I'm really, really into them. But it was one of those ones where even though my viewing was sporadic, like I still was like engaged and really like wanting to watch it even when I wasn't like, it just is one of those shows that was so, so good. 
Um, number two, I'd say Lost. I grew up around the time that that came out. Uh, my parents love that show and they watch it every now and again. They try and restart and watch all the seasons. Um, that was another one that like, I remember as a kid, they used to let me stay up late and watch with them. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'd fall asleep most of the time, but like when I was a teenager, they would uh, rewatch on Memorial Day weekend and just we'd watch all six or seven seasons in the three days, like just <laughs> all in one long marathon. Um, number three, I'm going to go off the board and I'm going to say a cartoon. I'm going to say Avatar The Last Airbender. It's one okay. of my favorite cartoons growing up. Damn, I think it's hard. I think it's arguably one of the best like Nickelodeon shows that they've ever made. Oh damn! I should have brought up Rocket Power. Hey, hey Arnold, right the, Power. Hey Arnold, the best Nickelodeon show. Hey Arnold, yeah, that was a good yeah. one too. That was a good one. Yeah. So don't don't say Rocket Power too loud, Chris. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna wake the shirt boys. I know they're just downtown, like mm. not they, too far from me. They bugged your house. Now they're gonna. <laughs> Send you a message. <laughs> he said rocket power again. <laughs> but I need 25. Avatar. <laughs> Avatar literally was like one of those childhood shows that if there's still a way to watch it, it was on Netflix for a while, I think. I know we watched a little bit over COVID. Um, but I could watch that show over again, like anytime, because mm-hmm. It wasn't so much that it was very mature for the time it came out, but it was like there actual there was a, like an actual plot to it. It wasn't just kind of wacky adventures. Yeah, like there was actually a story that they followed like through and through. And I mean, I never watched Legend of Korra, but I heard that was good too. That has its fans, but like I don't know. That was always one of my favorites growing up. That's a that's a good top three. Well, kind of the tail end of the show here. Yeah. Um, like I said, we didn't want to keep this too long because uh, the interview with Tyler last night was pretty great. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we hope we, you like it as much as yeah, we enjoyed really doing it. <laughs> yeah, Tyler, Tyler was great. Class Shout act. Out Tyler. Absolutely. Shout absolutely. out the Ducks social yep. media team. Yep absolute absolute stand-up guy he was he was great to have on provided a lot of insightful answers to us a lot of fun answers so we loved it we really hope all the listeners love it so yeah we're excited to kick you guys off to it and i mean not only did he provide a lot of insight but what we kind of thought were just generic kind of overlap not so much overlapping but like really open-ended questions he was able to provide a lot of insight and details about um yeah, there's there's a lot that I think we can take away from it uh, because at the end of the day, I know I said it at one point in the interview, like he is a guy behind the screen at the end of the day. Like mm-hmm. when you're adding the Ducks account, like someone's physically seeing it. Yeah. More than likely it's Tyler. And to know kind of like how he sees things and how, I mean, how we act on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> you know is is seen by him and how that kind of fuels like what they try and do with the account and how they engage with people so uh you know we we really hope you guys enjoy it, it was it was a blast um the time definitely flew by yeah. talking with him uh 
we're up pretty late recording with him, but it, it was worth it. It was great for our first interview. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm a huge nerd when it comes to like behind the scenes stuff with like sports teams like that. That's why I always like when the NHL does like the road to the winter classic and like uh, football too, NFL with hard knocks and just things like that. I always love that stuff. So it's kind of cool to get, uh, you know, learn about his like day in the life type of thing with the social media and what he does on game day and all that. So. Well, should we, uh, should we kick it over to Tyler boys? Yes. That's what we're going to do. Make sure you're following us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at late arrivals pod. Uh, Join our discord. Added some more channels in there. It can be a little weird, but it's fun. A lot of different conversations and uh don't forget we just joined the hockey focus network so go follow them at the hockey focus they're on uh twitter and instagram and follow all of their podcasts they have one that's called uh pigeonhole hockey podcast and if you look at their uh twitter header it looks like it says like where they're from and there's a dude from anaheim all right yeah, Local and uh, I think I found Local him. Boy. I don't. I I can't find him now, but I think I found him, and he's a Ducks fan. So uh, if he's listening to this, shout out, shout out, oh, shout yeah. out, you. What is shout out him? Shout what out is up, shout friend? Out what is your name? I don't know. I'll, I will figure that out after we get off. But noted internet sleuth, CJK. <laughs> uh, yeah, like Chris said, follow us on our socials. Join the Discord. You know the drill there. Um, support. You know our network, their podcasts and stuff. Uh, keep an eye out. We're uh, going to be putting out some written content as part of being on the Hockey Focus. So uh, we'll definitely notify you guys when that stuff starts coming out. Uh, but yeah, we'll uh, kick it over to Tyler. We have our first interview this week, and we'd like to think it's a big one. You know, Tyler's going to not hype himself up too much here uh but we're joined this week and for the first interview we've done uh we have tyler pistoia from the duck social media team he's our uh guy behind the guy behind the screen so you know when you're yelling at him remember it's the actual person behind the screen <laughs> glad to be he's here fo- glad to be here i'm really excited to be here this is gonna be a fun one don't kill me too hard <laughs> great to great to have you man thanks for coming on yeah thanks man yeah well, I guess the uh, best place to start is just uh, tell us a little about yourself, Tyler. Um, from Long Beach originally, when we went to Long Beach Wilson High School, uh, mm-hmm. went on to play f- uh, football at the University of Tulsa in Oklahoma for five years, um, then went on to work for the Detroit Lions in the scouting department, funny enough, where I was uh, breaking down film and uh, helping out the general manager with like scouting evaluations and the director of pro personnel and doing some small things. I, again, we're talking low, low, lowest man on the totem pole kind of stuff here for a season um, there in, in Detroit, but I really enjoyed my time there. And then from that moved on to the San Diego chargers uh, where I kind of shifted over into digital media was a digital media intern for the season uh, working under my old boss, Joel, the, my, my guy, Nicoletta were there for the whole season. And I really, that, really is where I kind of found my passion for digital and social. And again, this is 2012. We're talking here, folks, like our Twitter account was just text. There was no photos going along with that. It was a Facebook. It was 
text only on Twitter. Instagram, I don't even think was around yet, or it's whatever the earliest iteration of Instagram was. And it certainly wasn't being utilized, I don't think, back then a whole lot. So really just Twitter is what we used uh, my year. And I was basically in charge of, hey, you're going to take photos of practice every day. You do, I do not have any photography background, but they're just <laughs> going to hand me a camera and I'm going to go create content. And I'm going to go ask, I'm going to go ask guys questions on, the, on a cell phone or on a video camera. And I'm going to help run sound for the video team. Like that's what I did in San Diego. And that's really kind of where, not where I cut my teeth, but that's my first iteration around, you know, in a digital setting around a team um, that wasn't X's and O's based, um, but still in football. Um, mm -hmm. And then you move on to the NFL network where I was kind of running a, a mobile app specific programming um, for a few TV shows um, and the draft. So basically whenever there was Thursday night football, the TV show that was on, in the NFL app, there was a second screen experience happening, and I was directing that. And I, when I say directing, I use that very, very loosely because I am just simply prepping content that's going to go out and be pushed to the app, and I would just create that and run with it on my own. And then I would literally just have my boss next to me just overseeing it as it happened in real time. And then for Thursday Night Football, the actual game, that takes a lot more prep. So I just basically had to look at, okay, what are the stats? What things can we make on the fly? Um, we're going to have live hits from the sideline that will all be th done through the app. And that was kind of more of a bigger team. That was probably four or five of us um, running that every Thursday night, which was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. And then the draft is its own big beast over three days where that's like three months, four months of prep on my part of just prepping for every guy and kind of finding out factoids and finding out videos and finding photos of him. So when his draft pick is called in the NFL mobile app, boom, all that content's being pushed to you as a second, as a second screen experience. Uh, so that was that. And that was the end of my football uh, time because after that I went to Sonoma, California to work at Sonoma Raceway um, as a digital media manager, social media manager, everything, everything digital. If it, if it was on a screen at Sonoma Raceway, which by the way, for folks who don't know, that is a race car track uh, that has NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, drag racing, drifting, any, anything, anything on wheels, motorcycle racing, any, any, anything that can race or has an engine, uh, you can do it at Sonoma Raceway. So that's where that is where I cut my teeth in terms of okay, I'm a part of a marketing department, I'm a part of a team, but I'm everything on social. I'm email marketing. I'm I'm the website manager. I am the social media manager. I am the person who's in charge of the PA announcers on race days. I am the guy who's I'm the guy who's in charge of the screens, like the jumbotron boards. On, oh, a, on a race day for a NASCAR or for an NHRA, yeah. So now luckily we hire out for the people who funked and let you kind of plug in that kind of stuff. But that's mm -hmm. uh, that was my that was my life from 2015 through November of 19. And then I came back home to Southern California and I joined uh, my hometown and my favorite team as the uh, social media manager. It's not my, it's not my a true title, but <laughs> yeah, in essence, yeah, that is that is what I do. And I've and I've loved it ever since. And I work for I work for good people. So I'm, I'm really, really happy to be here. It's fun. Um, it's a lot of work. Don't get me wrong. It's a lot of work, um, but it really is rewarding uh, to see, you know, the fans get so excited over content that either our photographers, our graphic designers, our video team create, and I'm just simply an air traffic controller. I simply just, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I do a little bit of content creation, like the TikToks and the the photos of practice. That's me. Um, my coworker, Matt, will do videos and editing for social as well, and he helps out a ton. Um, but that's kind of what my role is uh, in this organization. And uh, it's, been, it's been a good one. And it's, it's always great meeting, meeting the fans and meeting you all and seeing the fans come together and hopefully for the mo most part, enjoy our content that we put out. <laughs>
Yeah, I was gonna say that's a that's a big if. Uh, Twitter's a hard uh, audience to it appease. Is, yeah. It's fun. No, I like each each one of each one of the platforms has their own personalities, especially when you're <laughs> running it from the brand side and you're seeing it from the team perspective of okay, so what demographics like what content because something might be absolute fire on Instagram and it might fall flat on Facebook or it might not perform <laughs> as well as it's performing on Instagram as, as per se Twitter. And mm-hmm. you see that you see, and you see the different kinds of content that really resonate with each platform, especially TikTok, um, with that kind of being the new, the new player in town, um, that we jumped into these last two years, that has been a, that has been a beast to kind of get our hands on. And it's a little funny how some things will perform way more than expected on something very silly, um, over a nicely highly produced thing whereas a nicely high produced thing would be amazing on instagram or twitter and that kind of thing so yeah we're, I'm, I'm i'm still and we are still wrapping our heads around the tiktok algorithm and what what gets played what gets engagement and that whole system kind of thing yeah that's that pretty that, that's pretty crazy how much it varies though throughout the yeah, different it, platforms and stuff it does now now great content now uh, an example would be okay does everyone here remember the the bear the surprise bear video for christmas oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. that was that was that was the best one of the year yeah, yeah that was a banger yeah that's a banger that yeah that came from uh that came from karen and our entire video team um was that was that their that, idea too Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that was not, that was certainly not me. No, 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 no. This, is not, this, was not. this came, this came from the PR team. Yeah. This came from the PR team. Um, and plus you had the video team helping out as well in that execution and those ideas and how that all looked and felt. And then of course, again, it doesn't, it, it, that's a great idea, but if you don't have the reaction from the guys and you don't have the personalities that we have on our team and the, and, the, <laughs> and, the, and it's all fun, right? Like no one's, no one's making getting made fun of, but it's all, mm-hmm it's all just scaring guys. So it's, yeah, they, they had a blast with it. So, <laughs> and to see the reaction and then it get picked up and taken over. So that was, it's so much fun to see. Yeah. Those, 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 those are the fun stuff. Nice. Well, uh, my next question was just going to be, you know, I, I had written down just kind of where you'd gotten your start, but you know, we kind of covered that already. Um, we, and it seems like, you know, the tail end of that question, I was just going to ask, you know, what was that transition between sports like, but it kind of seems sure. like, you know everything that you've explained to us so far it seems like it wasn't just so much laterally moving it was just like when you moved on team to team or venue to venue whatever it was it seems like you've kind of either had your workload built up a little bit more and you it almost seems like you've learned more things kind of going through different experiences sure uh you 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 start you know as an intern um you know you're just kind of doing what you're told and, and and that kind of thing and and kind of very linear um and then you move on and you have more responsibility and you have more um i guess your 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 hand in more cookie jars i guess uh to say and uh, coming from sonoma where we had you know probably three major major race weekends and then everything else was prepped for that whereas on the ducks you got 82 games so i'm responsible for 82 nights at least 41 at home or whenever I am at home uh, for road games. And then I've got 41 games at Honda center. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm in, responsible for that. And the, the content that flows out through our channels. Um, but yeah, it, it's you, you, as you, you know, as you get older, you know, I'm <laughs> as you get older, it always is uh, you, you learn the workflow. You will learn what's coming. You get in a rhythm. You, you, you get a, um, you understand who's got re- what responsibilities, you know, who's sending stuff to you when and how, 
uh, so you can be ready for it. So you try and prepare, you try and prepare as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's always, uh, yeah, prep, prep, prep. As long as I, I just don't want to be surprised by something, even though it's hopefully it's a good surprise because in a game, again, you have no idea what's going on, but especially in the off season, as you try and create content, you try and keep the fans engaged. Uh, you try and prepare as much as you can to, uh, to deliver something special and something fun. Cause again, social should always be fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. So we've, we've definitely had to kind of learn that the hard way, um, <laughs> you know, starting a podcast in the off season <laughs> wasn't so much hard because we we've had stuff to talk about and we found different things that we can talk about on a show, but it definitely, you know, there's definitely going to be a difference once the season starts. Like I kind of feel like where we're at now, where we're having the time to do episodes like this, or, you know, the last two have been some of our best, you know, that we've said we, we've had, you know, a blast recording and they haven't necessarily been hockey related things. It's just kind of, you know, we're just shooting the shit on here and having mm-hmm. fun as a bunch of friends. Whereas like, I think when the season starts, there's going to be so much that like, you know, we're going to get into it and be like, sure. oh, okay, this is, this is what we were missing. You know? Yeah. Um, and remember it's young. I mean, you guys are what, this is episode eight. Yeah. So don't, yeah. don't feel like, oh gosh, why don't we have 10,000 downloads a week? Like why, why are we not hitting X number here? Guys, you're young. You are literally building your own platform, your, your brand, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So don't get frustrated yeah. Um, yeah. that is that something's quote unquote, not taking off. Right. So mm-hmm. it's, it's still such a young thing, what you guys are doing. Well, if it's, if you're consistent you're prep and you kind of, if you got, if you're engaging, right. If you're entertaining, mm-hmm. people will stay around. Yeah. I mean, we I were think, all kind of happy we we even got 10 views. So, you know, <laughs> everything I, else is just more like, yeah. you know, we're we're not we haven't been super picky like, oh, we got to meet this quota every week or we got to, you know, reach this market downloads like it's nice. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we definitely feel good when we see that, but it's never been our goal of like, oh, you know, we need to we need to do this every week. You know, it's going to be a bust if, if we don't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we're just four friends here having fun talking, talking shit about our other friends and ourselves, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And I think it's good that we started uh, in the off season, just so when the season does start, we're kind of, you know, we're well into it. We'll be, we'll be in the team. Yeah. Yeah. In episodes and stuff like that. So I think it was probably better that we did that anyway. But I was going to say, Tyler, I, the, speaking of content stuff, I've been really enjoying the, uh, the Ducks history recreated poorly stuff. I'm glad you, I'm glad you asked about that. I'm <laughs> so glad that was 100% my idea and I had zero help whatsoever in ex- not only executing it, but also really coming up with the whole idea. No, that, that, is, that is a bold-faced lie. I just wanted to get a reaction out of like the three people who are listening to that who are like now ra- <laughs> enraged that I said that. Um, <laughs> No, yeah. So, yeah, a great moments in Ducks history recreated poorly has been wonderful for us to do in the off season. Uh, we have uh, actually we're filming one uh, this upcoming weekend. Uh, we've got three. Yeah, so we've got more coming on that front. They've been very well received. It looks like um, the idea to do the Oilers was I want to say it was mine. Maybe Matt as like as our as our opening as like the opening salvo of like mm-hmm. this missile we're launching at Edmonton. I think perfect yeah. one, perfect <laughs> one for the opening. Perfect yeah. one for the opening. It was it was like okay, which one are we doing? Like what? Who's our leadoff batter here for like 
we're setting the tempo of what exactly this is going to be and how poorly this is going to look, but it's going to be really funny. And at least if we do it right, uh, hopefully it, it resonates with the fans and it did and did really, really well for us. So uh, we're going to keep it going. And uh, yeah, we got some more fun stuff on the way. Can we, uh, can we, can we get a little hint at what the, uh, what the next moment might be? Um, without, without giving, without moment. giving too much away that you're not allowed to, you're maybe not allowed to say. It only, uh, it will, that's a good question. <laughs> it involves a captain on another team that he was not a captain for on the team that this moment happened for, if that makes sense. Okay. You know what? I think I know what the moment is, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to get no him idea. in too much yeah. trouble. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> we can, we'll have, we'll have Tyler confirm to us afterwards and then just not say it. <laughs> you know those those good off-air conversations oh yeah but yeah those i mean those things are you know on 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 my end of things it's simply okay i i ask whatever rank could be westminster could be lakewood could be anaheim could be gpi and say i say okay what ice slots available to us okay it's this day at this time okay let's okay what what, what do we need supply wise what do we need prop wise uh, personnel wise. And that basically turns into just me sending out a mass email to everyone that can skate or play hockey in our company and just ask, Hey, I need five bodies that can somewhat skate or even not skate depends on what role I need for them. Uh, who wants to come, who wants to be a part of this and we'll provide the jerseys and the socks and the poorly printed out uh, thumbtacked to the Jersey uh, logos and you're off and running. <laughs> Uh, and sometimes it involves uh, people in the uh, community relations department and fan dev hitting each other with uh, trash cans on the ice. But you know what? It's fun times. It's, it's good. It's all, it's all in good fun, right? It's all in good fun. Well, my next question was going to be, uh, you know, when did this whole working in sports thing kind of become apparent to you? Was it always a dream of yours? Uh, yeah. You know, I was yeah, going to say... Mean, I I played, I played division one football and that team aspect and that, I mean, I've, I've always been around team sports since I was five, um, picked up hockey when I was 10, started playing a goalie till I was 13, ended at 18 then picked it back up after, after, uh, college. So I'm still a goalie today. Um, so I, I, yeah, that, that whole team aspect never leaves you, at least in my sense, it never does. So working in sports and working around a team environment has always been kind of my, my passion and my my I guess my north star if that makes sense because I'd like to feel like I'm a part and my own team absolutely not do I make a difference on the ice absolutely not <laughs> but it is fun to be a part of an organization and a team that is striving towards winning something bigger uh than you know uh, than, than yourself I guess if we're getting all mm -hmm. meta kind of thing <laughs> um, but yeah that's uh yeah substantially yeah I didn't say part of a part of playing goals, not, uh, not exactly performing well. We're, we're out there to look good. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here to flash leather and meme saves and that's it. <laughs> that's all. That's well, all I'm here saying, for. So what you're saying. No is, one, what you're saying in that Dallas game is you could have been the emergency backup for the emergency. You know, backup. You know what? <laughs> that was actually one of the questions I had. Um, <laughs> like day one of my job was, can I actually be the e-bug? And no, I cannot be the e-bug. Wait, they, they like legit asked you that? 
No, I asked that. No, what did you, oh, they asked me? Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, because yeah, I, like, <laughs> I was like, that's kind of no, cool. Jacob I was like, new guy was like, you know what? He's he's squat. He's six foot two. I wonder if he can stand in front of a puck and get blasted. Um, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna send in my eighth grade clips back when I used no. to play. No. <laughs> if I can get a, a two way deal. Well, if we would have saw you skating out there, I would have lost it. <laughs> I have skated. I have skated. Well, not on the real game, but I was mm-hmm. the I was the goalie for the uh, the guy. The there's a season ticket holder event um, that happened maybe about four or five months ago, and they needed a goalie to get uh, breakawayed on uh, by oh, some yeah. of the guys, and so I was the breakaway goalie. And that's I your got, profile picture, right? Was yeah, he it is. What'd you do? Yeah. I did. Oh, I, 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 I did amazing. What are you talking about? I shut them down. And when I say shut them down, I mean, Shattenkirk did me absolutely dirty by like flipping it in, like bar in on me as he like fake to the right side. And then oh. Rico undresses me with a fake slap shot from the hashes where I thought, oh, that's is disrespectful. he actually going to let this rip from the hashes? I'm going to drop into a butterfly just in case. No, he didn't let it rip. He just faked it and went right around me. And it was funny. <laughs> and that was, it was really funny. <laughs> and then Zegers threw us and then Zegers threw a second stick at me. <laughs> it's, <just> fun. <laughs> it's fun times. It's always fun. Classic. <laughs> Hey, well, if you ever need another goalie, you know, you have, you have my contact information. <laughs> shameless plug there, Jake. <laughs> Absolutely shameless. We're going we're gonna to pull you in from the stands one day. Just, just oh my to... God. <laughs> hey, my mask is the old Guillet bear style that he wore when he was here. So, you know, I'd fit right in. Just throw That's colors. Excellent. That's go. excellent. Guy would love to hear that. Oh, he he approved. I sent the pictures on Twitter when I got my mask, and I asked if they had his approval, and he said yes. So, That's I'll awesome. hold I'll hold that you know near and dear to my heart. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. That's I mean, good. It was certainly better than getting sent a letter saying, "Yeah, you can't use this. Sorry, please uh, don't wear that mask. Please cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> cease and desist on a beer league mask. That would have been that would have been something." would have but hey you know you never know nowadays <laughs> right you're up connor yeah so i guess in terms of like you know kind of digging into more of the um more of the social media side of things i mean you know kind of getting right into it what's the what's the process of dealing with those twitter users who like to troll and i'm talking like I guess on both realms, you know, the people sure. like there's you know, so the people there, like the people like Jake Lewis, me and Chris, who just, you know, throw just a bunch uh, of there. There's certainly a difference between, yeah. you know, fans. Yeah. Versus, or just, yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 there, yeah. There's certainly a difference between fans uh-huh. who are in and are intentionally trolling. Uh-huh. But if you start swearing or using homophobic words, or mm-hmm. are you starting to use obscenities and and things of that nature then you're getting straight block um and that's about it um it's i i let a lot of things i mean yeah fans are going to be upset right like mm-hmm. we lose fans are going to be oh it's it's this person's fault this person's fault this person's fault the classic i'm just the classic i'm just the twitter account tweet yeah <laughs> guys you're talking to an ad you're talking to the admin basically yeah. like you're not so but like if someone's just consistently coming into either our mentions or in the comment section where it's just something along the lines of you know you guys are awful well not even that like you guys are awful is totally fine um, mm-hmm. but if it's if it's consistently like mm-hmm. continuously with no fun no no kind of 
self-awareness, I guess I'll say, if this person's actually upset, I mean, I'm, I have no problem just straight up banning or blocking depends on, again, depends on what wording is being used. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, but I, I'm pretty good about understanding when someone is just, you know, upset and venting where, I mean, that kind of thing happens every single game. So I'm not, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 and I rarely do. I rarely block people. Honestly, I rarely, rarely do. I can count on one hand what I did this year. Um, it doesn't happen very often with our, with our group. Um, our group runs a pretty tight ship and it's just, if it is, it's outsiders just coming in and just trying to lob grenades and just <laughs> for no purpose there. And then we get them out of there. Um, that's it. Yeah. We move on. Um, no, yeah, it's no, I'm, I'm really quite happy with, uh, with the ducks fans and how they act on the social media platforms, at least that I see. Cause I, I only see when you tag the account, um, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, it's, you know, I, I think we, we've got a good group, but I want to, want to, want to see more good times in the future though. Right. Like I, that's, yeah, that's, of that's the idea. I don't, I don't, I don't like, I don't like losing. Yeah. I don't like losing as much as anyone else does on this team. So <laughs> hopefully we got, we got more, more fun times ahead. You know, you know, your team's dedicated to winning when even your social media manager hates to lose more than <laughs> <left> to <win. laughs> love it. You'll, you, you fucking love to hear that. <laughs> Um, yeah. And then, and then, you know, kind of the next question, Tyler, you know, in the last, in the last few years on social media, you know, we've kind of seen a shift in the paradigm and in terms of how much, you know, verified, uh, social media accounts for professional sports teams are, you know, just interacting and engaging in the meaning and, you know, kind of being a little a bit more fun versus, you know, what it was in, in, you know, the first decade or so of social media, where it was just like, all right, starting lineups, boom. All right, final score, boom. All right, media quotes, boom. And like, that was literally it. There was nothing else. There was no replying. There was nothing of that. And, you know, one of the things that we've all appreciated about, you know, since you've jumped on, uh, you know, the Ducks team and everybody else you work with is that the Ducks social media has become a lot more fun and a lot more engaging. Um, Is this something that you feel is going to kind of become the norm amongst all sports social media? Or do you think it's more of, certain teams higher ups you know allowing more stuff to slide versus some others it really comes down to the person oh i guess a couple facets here uh it comes down to what direction does your marketing department or your digital department or your social department or your entire company want to go Uh, that could come from very well from the president down it could be a directive from someone on high or it could simply be whatever the director of social or the social manager wants to do and set that tone. It all depends on the brand, right? Or it doesn't, it's not, it's not just sports. We're talking brands period. I mean, you've seen, you can go one route like Wendy's, which kind of set the tone for like what that is in the, in the fast food world. And then you saw, and then you saw a lot of fast food companies try and pivot and try to be like a Wendy's, try Mm -hmm. and be a little savagey and and jokey. But Mm -hmm. I, I, I want to say, like they had, they have a whole team. It's not one person over there. It's a team right. of like half a dozen or a dozen people behind mm-hmm. these accounts that are coming up with this content. Uh, and it's not just, it's not just one intern. The idea that you would hand the reins to the most visible communication platform of a multi of a hundred, um, whatever, a nine figure business to an intern is laughable. <laughs> I mean, you, you got to have someone who's understands what, the responsibility is 
uh, but at the same time to have fun with it, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're trying to interact, you're trying to find either possibly people who are not fans of sports, but hey, we like this hockey team in, in Anaheim. We're going to give them a follow because we like their stuff or they, that could be on any platform really. So it, it all, it all comes down to how the dynamics are within the business um, on that a team or B brand and how much flexibility, I guess you can say uh, how much bandwidth or rope the person behind the controls, the person pulling the trigger has um, to do things either off the cuff or it's planned or it's, it's a full on meeting. Like we're, we're going to meet with 10 people and we're going to say, okay, how do we reply to X tweet from X brand, X celebrity, X blank, whatever you can do that. Uh, that's not how we operate, but you can, I'm, I mean, I'm sure there are agencies and that kind of thing who do that kind of, kind of not guerrilla social tactics. That's the wrong word to say, but like impromptu or trying to insert your brand into another conversation. So something's mm-hmm. trending, something completely unrelated is trending on Twitter for, you know, for example, and you're saying, oh, okay, can we insert ourselves in this conversation? Like is, is national duck day something that we can <laughs> like take a part of, or is it, is our, or is this something last minute that we're just rushing it and we're doing it just because, and we're mm-hmm. doing this just because someone thinks we should, or does it actually work and actually fit? And does it fit our brand? And does it fit our tone? And does it fit our personality that we've created on social? So that's yeah. the question you try, you try to answer, answer yourself. Like, are we rushing this national pizza day thing for no reason? And with, or is it, are we going to actually plan for it? Like sometimes you can, sometimes you can rush it and sometimes it makes sense for your brand, but, or in this case, our team. Um, but like what happened with the, with Vegas, where they had the Dadnov tweet, uh, where that, where that came <laughs> in. Oh, yeah, that story, that story is real funny. Um, yeah. I don't know if you guys want to get into that later, but yeah, to answer your question, Connor, yes. Uh, it, yeah, it comes down to, again, sorry to circle back and repeat myself. The direction of the company that mm-hmm. is kind of down the chain of command to whoever's pulling the trigger or triggers, if it's multiple people, because you certainly have a lot of teams nowadays that have people who are designated, okay, this person's in charge of only the Twitter, this person's in charge of only the Instagram or blank or blank, blank platforms. And then you have a strategy person above them kind of thing. So yeah. Gotcha. Sorry, yeah, yeah, that's all that's all very interesting. No, and and just kind of building a side question before I get on to the next one. So you mentioned earlier being brought in um, by the Ducks. And I think you said 2020, correct? For the 2020, 2021? November of 19. Yeah. November of 19. Okay. So pre-pandemic. Yeah. Okay, perfect. And then, so my next question is, and I'm not sure how much, you know, you're allowed to disclose about that process, but sure. Um, you know, when you were being brought in and you got hired on, it was, were the Ducks already looking to become a more personal account or something like that? Or was this more of you got in, you kind of had your team around you, you guys talked and then brought it to your higher ups and your upper management saying, Hey, we think we should maybe go in this direction. Um, it took some time, especially when I started out, especially when you're starting out to a new account and a new audience and stuff, new audience, yep. new yeah. fan base. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. I was probably pretty dang dry to be honest, um, <laughs> starting out and then you kind of ease into it and kind of break out of my shell and start, okay, here's what, here's what I can do. 
knowing a little bit of Ducks history helped me a ton, being a fan from the early days. Um, but you still learn a ton on the job. Now, I have my personality and how I am on my personal life is different than how I am speaking as the Ducks on social and that verbiage. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're, they are two different personalities um, for me. And that's kind of how when, so when I, when I'm typing as the Ducks account, mm. I am going to a different personality and how I speak and the, and, and the mm. words I would choose. And um, I guess the brevity or the, yeah, I guess tones are right, the right way. Cause my, my style, um, I don't know if you all can tell uh, when something is very short and to the point, my, my style is let the content speak for itself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let the video speak for itself. I'm going to let the photo speak for itself. And I'm just going to give it just a, a hint of something, just, just a little spritz to kind of either set the table or to kind of let you or evoke some emotion basically. Yeah. Um, now, sometimes you do need to set the table more. You need to give more context and more background because my boss, my boss is much better at that than I am. My boss is a writer. That's, that's his background publications. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he can very well with he, yeah, his, his wordsmithing is much better than is much better than mine. Uh, so that's where we kind of yeah try and balance each other, and we you know and mm-hmm. so we go back and forth, and we kind of come up with what what the plan would be uh, in terms of just verbiage on on certain things. Mm-hmm. But that 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 is generally my style is shorter. But in terms of, I showed them. I guess when I'm being hired, okay, here's what my personality kind of looks like for my work examples. So I give them, Hey, here's 50 tweets, 50 Instagram posts, 50 Facebook posts from Sonoma raceway. Mm-hmm. This is, this is kind this is pretty, this is pretty dang close to what my style of, I guess, uh, copy writing is like for, for content. Now it's different because it's racing a little bit. So mm-hmm. um, it's different from hockey, but yeah, in essence, it's the same kind of personality. So you can kind of get a feel for someone like, like a writer, right? Am I a writer? Absolutely not. But you get a <laughs> style, right? Like you get a writing style. Yeah. The yeah, more words, yeah. yeah. The more, the more words I have to write, the more chances I can, I, I can mess it up. So I like <laughs> to keep, I like to keep things a bit short. Yeah. Everybody, everybody kind of brings in all their, uh, all their specific talents and you, you kind of create one big, uh, one big functioning monster, huh? We try. We 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 certainly nice. try. <laughs> yeah. So kind of. So kind of. And then my last question, you know, kind of getting into everything and getting into you know social media trends amongst sports Twitter and specifically for this question amongst Ducks Twitter, is the uh, uh, the famous or the infamous, depending on how you want to put it, the uh, the supreme Victor Duck meme. Ah, glorious, glorious moment. My child. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that was Jake's creation. Yep, I know I it was. Say what, like four or five years ago. And I and so I, what, I, what? I saw the comments. I saw I saw all the acts. I saw all yeah. the acts on Twitter. Oh, yeah. of give yeah. give this man credit. I saw it. I saw it. I saw all of it. So what? Uh, so yeah. So, so in the regards idea, to that, oh, sorry to cut you off. Uh, so basically, I saw the I saw that meme for a year and a half. Uh, <laughs> and was like, you know what? instead of let's instead of avoiding not avoiding it but instead of not acknowledging it let's try and have some fun with this so i brought it to one of our designers um alex at the time uh he i was like hey can we make this more our brand or more in our style mm-hmm. and then i said i sent him a, a photo from wild wing that we had from like content day or media day that was just an all white background i was like okay can you make something like this in our, in, in our way. Um, 
So that's what he did. And that was the final product. <laughs> when you, when you brought it to him, what was his reaction? Was he like, what the hell is no, this? Is awesome. <laughs> this is hilarious. Oh, man, this is hilarious. Like, yeah, yeah, we can, yeah, we can make this look a little less, a, a little less absolutely hacked together um, kind of thing. Uh, so yeah. So we, we can add more that was polish. almost the beauty of it though. You know, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's got a little bit more polish to it, I guess I'll say. Yeah. It's done. It's done. Yeah. It's done by uh, a, yeah, a, a group, a team of professionals, our graphic designers. Yeah. Uh, are amazing at what they do so uh yeah i will sometimes bring them kind of silly things like that and they understand that's that's my job and they do the best they and they do the best they can with it so yeah. well well hey i will say i think i think i think you made jake's entire life that one day. <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say um the 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 editing process of putting that image together was finding it on instagram somehow one day putting it putting a lens flare over the duck's eye and that was about it so you know so like, so what jake's saying is if you guys have an opening in the graphics <laughs> we are hiring we are we, we are hiring. There you, go. You, need, you need someone to put laser eyes on a couple players <laughs> we are certainly hiring at the anaheim ducks in the uh, motion graphics designer and the graphics uh, designer uh, positions oh yeah well hey any 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 listeners listening in that may yeah. that may feel like they have some qualifications you know uh at our website contact, uh, contact our, yeah, yeah. Empl employment link at the very bottom of our page i believe there you go there you go Hit up, oh, yeah. hit up that Ducks LinkedIn. The, the game. And that kind of go ahead, sorry, sorry Jake. No, and that kind of speaks to a bigger, not issue, but a bigger question of how much do you lean into fan created content, right? Right. And that's, mm -hmm. I mean, I I personally love the fan created content. I I want to see our fans create things, um, whether that's paintings, for example, or drawings, or fun Photoshop, or in silly, 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 silly video edits like fun things like that, like that you love to see that as a, as a social media manager, I, I want to see what our fans can create. Cause we will share it. If we like it, we certainly will share it. Um, or it can get, or we can, our players might love it. Right. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you, you, I, I always advocate. So if, if you, if you have it, tweet it out, tag us, I'll see it. <laughs> I might not respond to it. I might not like it, but I'll see it. Yeah. I might retweet it straight up uh, nice. i might quote or like right like if i love something i will certainly share it uh, mm -hmm. on the ducks on the ducks mm -hmm. account doesn't matter what platform if it's amazing and awesome i absolutely will share it i want to see what our fans can create um because I, I think that's an important piece i think the, i think the fans should be able to create things and be not honored not uh what's the word i'm looking for um recognized i, I guess mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. we do have fans that will create and capture content for us that we'll use We've got a guy named, uh, well, I, I know I know his Instagram handle. His name's Steve, um, and he will capture us video. Like, he'll be in the stands on the road, and he'll get us goal celebration videos, and we'll mm -hmm. tag his handle on Instagram. We've done that in the past. Uh, oh, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Like, like if, if you get – now, we've, we, have a, we have a software, actually, that will ask fans to submit overtime winning videos, like we did for Zegris, yeah. gets last, last game. Um, special like overtime things like that where people have their phones in their hand we will ask the fans through a link called greenfly mm -hmm. that we post and say hey if you've got the video send it to mm -hmm. us here we'll we will credit you we'll use we, we, we will use it for a future video mm -hmm. so that's the that's the kind of thing we'll do after the fact um but if if anyone's listening to this then yeah apps if you have video of good of a or a photo of a great interaction with a player or video of a game or something fun could be wild wing tag us it doesn't hurt it doesn't hurt at all 
that was yeah that was awesome honestly and you met you mentioned the kind of you know the compilations of fan uh mm -hmm. fan shot videos that was one of my favorite videos you guys put out all year was uh the zegris overtime stick flip into the stands and all yep. the different angles and like people going crazy inside honda yep. center that, that was that was awesome that was that was that one and then the the christmas time teddy bear one that we talked about before we got on that was uh yeah that was definitely up there with it my, yeah my boss adam put that edited that one together and he had a he had a he had some trouble like syncing up all of them so that that took that took hours to do not joking that took hours and hours to do so yeah he yeah credit to him for that one i i did not i did not create that one i simply tweeted out i simply tweeted out the link to for people to send the the videos to I don't know, all yeah. that, all that work is, all that work is very appreciated. Turned out well, turned guests. out really nice. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then especially for guest loft things as well, right? Like where you have, yeah. you can capture moments and then give that to him and you can give it to guests or yeah. you can put it on the Jumbotron mm -hmm. at center ice and you can see the fan videos there. So, mm -hmm. and that yeah, we, and there's no, a number of ways we can collect those either that's on site through our marketing team or uh, our signature events team that have like an iPad set up in the background, or is it just someone online that's sending it in from, you know, BC or from Australia or from wherever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I think, I think we wanted to dive in uh, to a couple, um, you know, a little more player, a little more game day related questions. And I think Lou, I think you, Lou, you had a couple questions on that one. Uh, Yeah. Um, So which players do you like, or which players do you enjoy working with the most? Oh, all of our guys are great. I know that's, that's probably a very cliche answer, but all of our guys are great personalities and they're, they're they, they, they understand what I do as a job. Uh, and they understand that I'm just simply doing my job. I mean, no one, no one, no one's ever gotten mad at me. No one's ever gotten even upset with me or perturbed <laughs> by me. You could even say, which, um, yeah, if you ask some social managers around the league, that is not the case on some teams. Um, so I, we, we are very lucky to have a great, great group of men, um, in that lock, in that dressing room, uh, and a really great coaching staff as well. Dallas has said to me a couple times, like uh, talking to, or sometimes talking to my boss, like some some of the things he'll see on social will will make him chuckle and laugh. So that's always <laughs> fun to hear that I got I get a laugh out of, or we get a laugh out of Dallas sometimes with some things that we do. Yeah. Um, do you have any moments from last season that stands out as your favorite? Just any mm. from like a social media standpoint or a game or moment oh yeah. it's a good question um a lot of good moments last year on the social side um i mean there's been some funny moments where like i'm doing a like i'm doing a cell phone video of drysdale and then like like four of his teammates will just like stand next to me and watch him do it like literally <laughs> on my shoulder, making him look at like making him feel as much pressure as humanly possible where he's yeah <laughs> So that those are those are those are just, those are fun. The guys are great. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, we had some fun moments uh, for in, for uh, entrances. So I'm the one who shoots the photos of the player entrances mm -hmm. um, oh, nice. down in the loading dock area where the players arrive. Um, and having the rally monkey, quote unquote, drive oh in Josh God. Manson. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the rally monkey awesome. come out of Josh Manson's car was was a fun one. Um, yeah, so that, you're, that, you're in charge of making sure you get the zebras. No, I was not in charge of that one. No, I was, I'm oh. only doing photos. I am not here. No, the handler <laughs> for, for the rally monkey was doing all that. No, that, those are, that was, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was PR's help on that one, uh, for angel night and getting all that. So, and that, and that worked out great. Cause the rally monkey came out, was on the shoulder of the guy and then tossed the puck, boom, right in the center 
yeah, uh, that was of amazing. the dot. So that was that was that was <laughs> yeah. that was awesome to see uh, that. Uh, I'm trying to think of other things. Um, so you get us all of the Zegris hair flip and uh, the uh, if it's if the, it's the if it's the video that is uh, that is my uh, compatriot uh, Matt. Who is doing the video next to me? I'm I'm in charge of still photos. Now so I can shoot. Yeah, you get so all it, the coffee and phone pictures then. Yeah, so the coffee, <laughs> the, yeah, the coffee and phone pictures are me. Um, the hair flip video is all is all Matt, and then he'll edit those on the fly, and then we post that um, pregame whenever whenever we can because it's about three hours, two and a half yeah, hours yeah. before pregame. We'll get that content, um, and then we're off and running. So yeah, it's always fun. Um, some guys just walk on by just a regular day and some guys will like wave and say hi uh so that just just <laughs> depends on who it is um else anything else that i can think of i think one of my favorites uh was when you guys released the dude shirts oh the dude and shirts you were fun yeah, yeah mm. and you got to and you got the reaction of like zegra seeing it for the first oh, yeah. time and that yeah. was pretty good that was a good video yeah, that's yeah. Well, that was our that's our that's our game entertainment, aka the video department, mm-hmm. uh, who did that for the all access piece, uh, the, the kind of our long form behind the scenes content series. And if you haven't checked it out, I highly, highly, highly encourage it. Mm-hmm. It is very well done. Um, on our YouTube, you can check that out, or on our website because uh, it's 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 like five five to eight nine minutes long. So I recommend you go watch that. I they're awesome. Uh, the I'm trying to think. That was a kind of a combo one because that was also when Troy, I believe, was announced to the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. I think it was the same meeting. So we had to split the content separately. Like, so we had to, I think we had to roll out the dude shirt thing first, then roll out the Terry All-Star piece. Mm-hmm. After that, I want to say it might have been the next week or the following week. But yeah, we surprised the, yeah, the, the Z surprise was funny with, yeah, at the, yeah, at the time. Yeah, Coach Stuthers walking in with the dude shirt on yeah and he's like oh no <laughs> so that dude's no, that just a character man you gotta love it he's great yeah. no he's no, yeah. he, he's he's great he's always a lot of fun yeah the dude shirt, and then the, and the dude shirt i know i mean the fans i i mean they're it's a great problem to have when your fans are complaining like oh it's sold out too fast <laughs> yeah yeah that is a, i was that is a i was lucky i was scrolling twitter i was scrolling twitter and it like popped up like five seconds after tweeting it when the very first link dropped. So I, I was able to sneak in under the wire with that first drop, but yeah, I knew yeah. first, first there drop was a big clamoring for it. <laughs> is that Connor flexing that he had the, that he had the first edition? Is that, yeah, I am. Is that... yeah that is a low key flex. Right he there. does that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Okay. No, it's because I was, I had to wait for the third drop. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was, yeah. Chris is a little salty. Yeah. I think I got mine. The second drop. I got Con- lucky. Connor and I had the OG batch. Yeah, I wear I that one of the gym a lot. Actually, it's like a pump cover, and like I get a whole, like I get a lot of people being like, "Oh, it's hilarious," or like, "Oh, like I have one too." And I, I believe I believe our our guy, our head of creative Wes, designed that shirt, uh, and and all the graphics that went along with it for the social, like the second drop graphics and those kind of things. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that that like that kind of like they did good work. For like yeah, that kind of niche merch for like you know super specific moments or like funny moments is is always a hit i mean as as fans i know i know we all love that kind of stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, my last question was uh there is there anything that you're looking forward to that this season from a social media standpoint we got we got some things cooking we uh we got some things cooking that'll be yeah. pretty pretty fun um 
Tyler's in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I mean, well, I, 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 Iron Chef Breakfast, Tyler is in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, New cooking uh, segment. No, no, um, I'm a disaster. Well, I, mean, I, I can, I can, bar, I can, I can man a grill and I can do breakfast pretty well. But besides that, it's a bit rough. So if um, you had Zegras and Drysdale on an episode, it would just be the three of you would would have a you, very hard we, time. We we need someone to. Uh, oh, uh, we would need like Shaddy, someone who can actually man like an oven and like a stovetop <laughs> and know what's going on. No, yeah, because yeah, yeah, that's funny. Because yeah. like Shaddy's yeah, Shaddy. always the one. The Shaddy's always the one that like. Like the other guys are posting on the story. They're like, oh, Shaddy's grilling. Oh, he's cooking. That's that's pretty <laughs> yeah. funny. You have a, I mean, now that Getsy's gone, you guys have like a designated team dad. I guess that would be him. You know? Yeah. No, uh, cooking segments. I think we're, I don't know if we're going to, I don't know if we're doing cooking segments this year. Um, I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, trying to think what else. Well, a lot of things I can't talk about right now, yeah. of course, but right. they're a lot of fun. I, I assure you, we have some fun things coming down the pipe. Um, we've got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, uh, sorry, Lou. Wish I couldn't. Mm. Wish I could. Wish I could tell you more, buddy. Mm. Nah, it's all good. So yeah. to say, one of oh, my yeah, ideas. We don't want to get you in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> one of my ideas this season was, uh, you take the younger guys and just try and, like do a different version of ducks and tucks and just have it the young kids making food for everybody and you know like bringing out like stouffer's mac and cheese and kid cuisines for everybody just like yep this is the event the kids microwave some food for you dino nuggets for everybody like who can make the worst version of the most basic thing (laughs) (laughs) that'd be pretty fun we're gonna give you dino nuggets frozen please do Please do your best and make the best dish. What is it? What is this? An episode of Chopped? Are we gonna? Are we gonna just like an episode? Oh, hey, of there you go, guys. I want to say, all like, right, you you have soy sauce, Dino nuggets, and mayonnaise. Have fun, guys, and just see what they come up with. Yeah, Scram, scramble three eggs, and who makes the grossest eggs? <laughs> all right. So, what I was gonna ask if you could take us through like a normal game day routine if it's like a home game uh an away game both whatever you want sure um so i'm i might bore the absolute heck out of all all of you and everyone listening so i apologize so but here we go um so a game day for us will start with our game day preview uh that'll be a graphic that i will be given that as a template that i will Mm -hmm. insert the opponent date whatever photo for that game into and that will go out um at 9 a.m. along with a tune-in graphic that'll be alongside of it on Instagram in a, mm-hmm. in a carousel um, that I'll build the day before or a couple of days before whenever I get to it. Um, on the Twitter, Facebook side, the first post of the day will be a game day preview story that will be written by Matt or or Adam. And I will tweet out that as a preview link so that you can see it and click on it as a kind of a clickable preview link. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be the first thing that goes out. And then after that, we will have our morning skate. So I will, assuming it's a home game, I will go walk over to Honda Center with my camera and I will take photos of the guys on the ice for a half hour, whatever, however long that I want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we go into the um, press, the pregame, pre- not pregame, but the post morning skate press conference uh, that uh, Matt or myself, most of the times is Matt, will record. So he'll have that video and then. We come back, I'll post the photos of the morning skate. Um, I'll post uh, whenever the video is ready. Um, 
from Matt. He will send that my way. Will depends on what time of day it is. Um, we might post that at four o'clock or three o'clock or two o'clock in the afternoon. And then mm-hmm. whatever else we got going on that day it could be a community relations event thing. It could be some sort of, um, you know, Tuesday trivia nugget, uh, you know, nugget of the game could be a sponsor, a sponsored piece, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. You try and layer that in uh, throughout the day. Um, and I'll prep and I'll already have those already kind of pre-made um, ahead of time so that I can just schedule them out and post them. Um, we will have sponsored pieces like uh, like our, our, like the prediction of the game. Yeah. I don't know if, any, if anyone does those on Twitter, mm-hmm. then I, mm-hmm. I will, I'll come up with that for that day, schedule that out for like, you know, four or 4.30, uh, maybe 3.45. Um, let's assuming the game's at seven o'clock at night as a home game. Um, from there, I am once at once through 3.30, I will, 3.45, I'll walk over to Hana Center. I will get my spot in the press box. And then I will head down to take arrival photos of our guys. I'll do that for probably about a half hour, 45 minutes get the photos, come back up, edit those photos, post those photos across the different platforms. And then uh, whatever either sponsored pieces like the item of the game. So when it, like, so we, oh, yeah. we work in conjunction with the team store, team store will tell me, okay, Tyler, it's, you know, here's the whole list of whatever shirt, hat, beanie, whatever it is we're selling on this game. I'll build that graphic. I'll just plop the photo in, schedule that out, make sure that's going out as well. So we have that up and running with the link to buy it, which is a track link. So we know how much revenue we generate from that specific Twitter post or Facebook post or Instagram story post, whatever the case may be. Um, From then I'll grab some dinner and then I will coordinate with our on-site photographers who are shooting for either Getty, which is the company, which is like our team photographer. And then we'll have uh, an LSC on-site, which is a live social a contributor, uh, which is an NHL hired person in each arena to shoot content for both the home and the away team um, for whatever it is you want. Could be video, could be bit, could be photos, uh, just depends on who you are because the road team will ask that person to get them content of their people if they if they don't travel someone okay. in that situation. So um, we have two people, uh, Nicole and Ryan. Uh, they will yeah, it'll be one of them. It's it's rarely both of them, although it has sometimes been both of them. When it's, when it's both of them, it's it's a it's a big night. Like Getz's last final game was was mm-hmm. both both of them on site, getting as much as possible because for something big and special like that, you needed that. Um, so that's who I'll communicate with in terms of okay, tonight is you know Lunar New Year night, so we've got we have a parade going around um, in section two twenty two at this time with these dancers, or go outside and get um the little coins that are being handed out by and being presented by um yamava because we i want to make sure that we get those the sponsor of that coin a plug with a photo so i can give Mm -hmm. them love on social um and then it's also going to getting fan shots of either fans interacting with x interaction or the power players and wild wing interacting with fans um like a dia de los muertos or like a star wars night where they're dressed up or doing fun things and of that nature Mm-hmm. Um, and really trying to get some of that connection between our team that aren't that is not players, aka the power players and Wild Wing. So I try and do that as much as I can. Um, so that that that's the kind of thing I'll communicate to the to the our photographer on uh, at least 
on game nights is that those kind of things are like, Hey, it's, it's Sam Carrick's 100th game. Uh, his family's going to be in the corner um, pregame, make sure to get a photo of him, like high-fiving his little, his, his little child and his wife yeah. Um, for that, or to capture a moment like that. And, and PR will let me know if a situation like that is, if that's been communicated to them, like, Hey, it's it, this, it, this, this is, this is going to happen pregame. So be ready for it. So like, so if Getsy and Perry are going to meet on the center line and they tell someone about it, our PR team will, will know about it or it'll be informed to them. And so then they'll tell me and then I'll tell the photographer or videographer to get that. Excuse me for, uh, for content. Um, i trying to think. So that's the, so that's the pregame stuff. Uh, then we go into starting lineups, which I will already have built out a, well, a projected lineup graphic. Um, so then that, that will always come out 30 minutes before puck drop. So our projected lineup, um will come out and then we also have the goalie the goalie which is a sponsored element the goalie goalies are like the goalie matchup of the night yeah is also and that that has been a more interesting one because sometimes i've been wrong <laughs> and, uh, and it's been yeah so not, luckily not on our side normally normally it's on the other side like i like the goalies that i was told were gonna play for like detroit and it was not. It was like, oh yeah. yeah. Like in the graphic, it's Mrazic, and then and then Nijelkovic just strolls onto the ice first. I'm like, well, <laughs> I tried. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, some some funny things like that will happen. And then once once that happens, then we're rocking and rolling. And if there's any, uh, and so the photos and videos that we get from the pregame mm-hmm. uh, warm up, I'll those will be turned to me immediately by the photographer. Uh, through this Greenfly system that we use. That's just a software system that you can just upload things to the cloud that I can see. And then I can share with the guys on their side for their social channels if they want to use it. Um, That's how we share content with the players is through this system. Um, And that is, and those are quick turns. Like, so I'll get, call it 10 photos and I'll let her or him know, hey, we're looking for tonight. We're looking for um, uh, uh, Simon Benoit, we're looking for, you know, it's Cam Fowler's 800th game as a duck. We got to get a ton of him. And mm. we're looking for, you know, Gibby, Gibby has a new mask on. Okay. So get a ton of like close headshots of Gibby and we're rolling. And so like different games, all kind of, those are the kind of directions that I'll tell the photographer to send me uh, on that front. So once that yeah. happens, I'll post those photos on, you know, Twitter, Instagram, and then we're off and running uh, in game. So that's puck drop. So we'll do the puck drop graph, a uh, puck drop um image i guess if you want to say sometimes mm-hmm. it's, sometimes it's a video most of the time it is a preview it's just a pre-game photo um and then we're off and running then whatever happens in the game happens i yeah. tried i'm not now there are different tactics you can take uh on the social front especially on the twitter side of what are you going to tweet during a game uh the approach we take is we are going to tweet basically if there is a goal either way, if there's a fight and if there's a great save. Okay. And that, cause I, I'm not going to flood someone's timeline and kill my engagement rate um, by tweeting out a penalty or tweeting out that we're now off or we're going on a penalty mm-hmm. or we're going on a penalty kill. I mm-hmm. just think it, I personally believe it just clogs people's feeds. And I don't, I think you, you should announce quote, not major things, but things that have a 
interesting impact on the game to me yeah. a fight now we can't I, I, we don't show fights and that kind of thing so <laughs> I, it's that's why those fight ones are only text only so mm-hmm. that, yeah there's a reason why that is yeah. um but for goals and saves and that kind of thing that is why yeah that's why we do that and then uh end of it yeah end of intermission or end of each period i guess i'll say uh we have a we have a graphic that is a template graphic that i will build on the fly could be sponsored some nights, could be not. I just drop in the the corporate logo on the bottom, wherever that is. Um, and that has already been pre-approved by the sponsor. So that's done ahead of time. So for a specialty night, like let's say Angels Night is presented by McDonald's, I, w- I would have already sent a template or a rough look of what Angels Night is and what that looks like for the pregame graphic, the postgame graphic, and the in between period graphics already to our corporate partnership team. And they will have shared that with McDonald's and then they're like, yep, you're good to go. And it's, that, it's, I mean, stuff like that's easy. Once you, yeah. once you've been doing this, you know, okay, you know how big a logo has to be for it to register in a, in a, in a system to mm-hmm. register as, okay, this, this has value. And there actually is a software system that we use uh, that we and corporate partnerships uh, share that can gives us all the nitty gritty analytic breakdown plus gives the sponsorship side as well of okay here's how much blank logo was on this post on instagram here's how much value it added here's how many yeah here's how is it x number of dollars it added and that kind of thing so you can and it has to be a certain height in pixel and and i guess yeah certain height i guess i'll say Mm -hmm. count quote unquote so that's yeah and i know we're getting i don't know i don't want to bore everyone here but that's yeah that that's the things that i'm thinking about um, when creating those kinds of things so yeah and then you react to the game you react yeah. to the game and something fun happens something wild happens like i don't know zegris takes a puck from behind the net in buffalo and tosses it over the net and some guy <laughs> hits it out of midair then you react in the fly and you yeah react and, yeah <laughs> so fun yeah yeah so yeah it's a lot of a lot of it's kind of thinking on the fly and snap judgments and that's why i kind of like to keep things short i don't like to get too wordy but in terms of something great happens to us. I'm going to get us fired up. Although I don't like to go funny enough. I don't like to do the all caps. I'm not a big all caps style. Okay. That's just me. That's me mm-hmm. personally. A lot. I'd certainly see a lot of other teams go full all caps on every single goal or for, <laughs> or for goals. Okay. That hey, more power to you. That's mm-hmm. just simply not my style. Yeah. Um, all, I will go all caps if it's like a game winning goal or something unreal. That I yeah. think we go there with it, but I don't, yeah, that's just me personally. I'll, I'll, I'll hit it with the exclamation points. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to get fired up. There's going to be exclamation points. There's going to be fire emojis here, but I'm not going to go all caps. That, that's, yeah. again. that's yeah, you're, not, you're not going to be the Joe Buck of social media accounts. That's aggressive. Joe Buck's not even here to defend himself. Stop it. <laughs> not here to defend himself. <laughs> no, but that's, that's cool. You know, just hearing about the background and like the, you know, behind the scenes stuff. Cause I'm sure a lot of people don't really understand that it's like an all day thing with the social media. It's not just when the puck drops, you guys start, you know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. there's a lot of planning. It's, yeah. It's, it's pretty cool to kind of hear that stuff. Um, so what's, what's the relationship like between the players and the social media team? Like, is there, do you have to, is there like a professionalism that needs to kind of be maintained or you got, I, these guys are doing their job. Like yeah. if, if I came to your job and started taking pictures of you at your desk, I mean, you would react a certain way, but they understand that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is being, this is a part of my job and what I do. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to 
I'm not going to invade their space. I'm not going to just, I'm not going to just hang out. I'm not going to just going to hang out in the locker room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, yeah. So yeah, the guys are great. Don't get me wrong. Our guys are awesome, but yeah, you certainly, this is, this, this is, this is a, this is a workplace mm-hmm. and work needs to get done. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think we'd get, um, some upset people that are listening here. If we didn't ask about uh, the, what the Trevor Zegras experience is like, like between the nonstop highlight reel plays and all that. And, you know, we talked about the coffee and cell phone photos is something simple like that. It's just chaotic how he holds his phone with his coffee. And I mean, he's, he's must see content 24 seven. I've never, so. I've actually never asked him about the cell phone thing. That'd be funny. Maybe, I, maybe that could be a, a, maybe that's a new content piece. Yeah. Maybe that's, maybe that's a new content piece where um, like how to hold a phone and like we show not how to hold a phone and then we show how to hold a phone or yeah. like how to hold a hockey stick. Here's how you hold a hockey stick properly. Here's how to not, I don't know. I'm, I'm spitballing here. Yeah. Uh, no, Z is great. I, again, like, like I said before, our guys are awesome. Mm-hmm. Our guys right. are, our guys are good dudes. I have not had a bad, a bad interaction with any of our guys um, since I've been here. Um I, I like all of our, I like all of our guys. Now I certainly will annoy some, I will certainly annoy some people. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm sure I, I annoyed Ryan Miller with like just inane goaltender talk like, Oh, Oh, tell me more about your thigh rise and your, your knee stack. Oh yes. Go, go on. Why is your knee stack so skinny compared to this? And he's like, Oh my goodness, kid, what are you doing? Like, yeah. So yeah. My, yeah. My, mine's all goaltender related stuff. Yeah. I'm yeah. just, yeah. That's Honestly, awesome. that's how I would be. Just like how you talking about, uh, you know, you get you got to get content of uh, Gibson if he gets a new mask or or any of the goalies oh, yeah. that get a new mask. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I'm that's what I'm here for. Like I that's love seeing the new for. the new paint jobs and all the that. New, just, yeah, uh, that nice. those are always fun. Yeah, so whenever yeah. whenever we see those, I always try and do my best to get new. Yeah, again, or new gear in general. Right? Could be yeah. a new, yeah. new new stick, new glove, new blocker, new yeah. paint scheme. Yeah, those are always fun and. Yeah, so I, I look forward to getting more of that. Uh, more, I, I'm I'm curious to see what Gibby and Stoli are going to do this year. Yeah, I'm curious. Especially for the I, I loved I loved Stoli's. Stoli had like a, a an eight bit version of his mask. It was mm-hmm. like a that gaming one was mask really good. That, yeah, with the eight bit that was clean. Yeah, that was really clean. I liked that a ton. Um, but I'm yeah I'm I'm, I'm an old head. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. so I was like oh look he's got like the he's got like the the, the duck hunt on it. Oh that's amazing. I remember playing duck hunt. <laughs> oh no, I'm dating myself now. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, so I'd like yeah, to see so, more. I'd like to see more like chrome, or uh, or like a matte black, matte orange cut. Time, so uh, so remember, color. remember Gibby, Chris. Remember Gibby had that matte orange. That was his second mask last year. The matte, oh yeah, was that's right. Matte orange. Yep, yeah, he had the matte, matte orange, orange with the with the black uh, wing design on the side. Yep, yeah, that, that was. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that's true. That was cool. that was nice. I like that one. Yeah, just looks Gibby clean. Had a lot of Gibby had a lot of great masks last year. Yeah. The, Get, the Gets Laugh tribute one was awesome. The, dog, like his, yeah. the, the Captain America one was a good one. Captain America was clean. The Dog <laughs> Night. Do you guys remember? The, do you remember? Yes. Uh, yeah, yes. Like that yeah. was a good one. Yeah, yeah, the Adoption dogs, Night. Yeah, that was, that cool. was Stoli stole, that was and Gibby. That yeah. was Stoli and Gibby. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they both did it. <laughs> yeah. I love the Kobe Stoli, one. Stoli had the white version. Gibby had the black version of, yeah. all, of all the pets on there. Yeah. That was and fun. Like Lou said, the Kobe mask the was Kobe really good, too. Kobe mask is iconic. Yeah. I tried my hardest. I don't know if you guys remember. This was, I think, this was two years ago. There was a, at the time, NHL did a a fan vote for, and I I brought this up on the on the call with us. I had said, hey, what if we do best goalie mask across the league? 
Mm-hmm. And like five people jumped in and was like, yeah, we're in for that. So the NHL ran, I think it was best goalie mask. I want to say Carey Price won that year for his like his half human, half yeah, robot like so. mask. The brain, the brain, yeah, the brain one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that because that was that was the Kobe mask year. And I was like, oh, Gibby's got this locked up. It's the Kobe yeah. tribute mask. It's good. Yeah. Slam. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be amazing. But no, he didn't win. I was pissed. So <laughs> we all were. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's a rigged vote. He had the entire province of Quebec behind him voting for that one. So, yeah. <laughs> so I was told you have a food take. You know how we like our food takes here? Ooh, ooh, <laughs> oh, boy. So I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to incense everyone in the Midwest right now. So I lived in Oklahoma. For five, I, I, I lived in Oklahoma for five years. And I can say without a shadow of a doubt that In-N-Out is so much better than Whataburger. It's not even <laughs> close. Yeah. In terms of value, in terms of flavor, every single thing across the board, except, and yes, I can hear them yelling at me right now in North <laughs> Texas, but what about the spicy ketchup? No, I don't care about the spicy ketchup. That doesn't do anything for me. And it doesn't do anything for you because it's bland food. Come on. <laughs> Come on, y'all. What are y'all I can, doing? I can I can fully subscribe to that. I lived in uh I lived just outside of Kansas City for two years in college, and I can I can totally agree there. Totally <laughs> uh, Waffle agree. House Waffle House is elite. I stand by that. Yeah. Okay. I wish we had, I wish we had Waffle that House. Here. Oh yeah. I want to mm-hmm. try that. Even though it's all breakfast food. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Lou, you Blue. yeah, Lou, you and your breakfast your anti-breakfast platform that you built for yourself. <laughs> Thank you. Is a real niche, like real niche, buddy. Like that's you're missing I, out on so many good dishes. You know, you I, I, do you guys remember that meme? And I might be dating myself here. It's like the DJ and he's playing on like a rooftop and the camera pans to like this middle yeah. this giant, giant open square. <laughs> and there's only four people in this giant square yeah. like cheering this person like, on. Uh, 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 yeah. That's how I feel Lou is like when he spouts these insane anti-breakfast <laughs> things like anti-bacon or anti-eggs. Like I feel like there's four people like, yeah, this person gets me. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> preaching he's uh, preaching to a very very minuscule choir well what can i say it's all right i like i'd, I'd rather wake up and have a burger <laughs> that's you what you can put an I've egg told you, i'm like i'm like who wakes up at nine o'clock and wants a burger and lose like me well, i wait till, like, I wait till 10 30 because that's when oh because that's so different burgers i'll be honest i could wake up and i could wake up and pound coca-cola now or actually you know what coke zero Coke Zero Lime is very good. Give it a shot. Next time you're at a next time you're at a, a Coke freestyle machine or a place that has it, <laughs> mm-hmm. Coca-Cola Zero Lime. Lime. Okay. Add the lime flavoring. Mm, it's big. It's a big move. Well now we now we need Honda Center to get acquired by by Coke or Pepsi to get rid of the RC Cola. I heard mm-hmm. they I heard they are starting to Oh they are? But yeah, they're so. they're transitioning to uh I think Pepsi products. I think that's what I heard. Cool. I don't know. My last like week at the rink, they uh, took our seven up fridges that we had and they're like, yeah, we're swapping these out for ones that actually work and that aren't branded as seven up. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, do I have to sign anything? No. Okay. You guys do that. Takes yeah. <laughs> I have. Oh, uh, pesto is the superior uh, Italian food uh Popping, I guess I, I okay. want to say I can get behind. Oh, I'm a I'm a I'm a, fe- I'm a fellow pesto lover, so I like yep. that one. Yeah, I like that one. 
Um, now my dad, gusto, pasta. now my dad being from Brooklyn, New York is literally going to drive over here and strangle me right now, uh, <laughs> from the Italian part. Yeah. He's full Italian from Brooklyn. So yeah, he, yeah, he, he's not a pesto <laughs> guy to say the least. He's a big, uh, gravy fan as they, as they say back East <laughs> and the red sauce, the marinara, to circle back to the Whataburger, uh, talk we had, uh, I, I, I've never understood it because I, I had it for I think the first first time when we went out to Arizona uh, this last summer and like they're two completely different menus. I don't know how I don't know why anybody compares them to In-N-Out because In-N-Out has what five items maybe and that's it. But Whataburger has so many different options and like yeah the Dr. Pepper shake was pretty fire and I loved it but like Mm -hmm. how are you going to compare the two because like you said it's kind of just normal fast food like burger joint kind of food it's not anything special it's pretty bland i mean it was edible but like (laughs) it's like it's the same thing as carl's jr it's like i would equate it to carl's jr and i'm not saying carl's jr is like horrible or bad but like it's nowhere near in and out yeah yeah. you guys don't understand the love that the south and the midwest has for dr pepper oh yeah i love dr pepper i mean i don't drink i don't drink soda too much anymore but when i still was it was it runs the state of texas and the state of oklahoma it's wild when i got yeah when i I was there i was like wow everyone here drinks diet dr pepper this is interesting like the our entire coaching staff had literal cases of diet dr pepper in the (laughs) room drink like during games and at practice i was like what is going on here i was like all right i'm I'm just a california kid out here don't 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 worry about me Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's like when I lived in North Carolina. It was all uh, Dr. Pepper and Cheerwine. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, like I, I, like I said, I don't get it. it. It's always a big debate on Twitter, but it's like you, <laughs> if you haven't had one, you can't really debate it. That's how I see it. But like they're two different things. People need to understand that. I've got some spicy movie takes too, but that's when we're not talking about movies right now. So it's <laughs> I, uh, I, I got a quick, before we move on, I got a quick sure. little food question for you, a little bit ducks related. So, oh God. All, oh no, I'm not going oh, there. Okay. <laughs> so all of us, I think we're all big like beer people. So one of the, one of the, one of our favorite things that's kind of happened this past year was the ducks partnership with brewery X. We love brewery X and all that. Also so, gold, also golden road, golden road, I'm standing up for my corner partnership team right now. There you go. Brewery <laughs> X and golden road. That's not, here we go. Yeah, okay. Yeah, ducks corporate partnership team. Don't come for me. I'm sorry. I corrected myself. <laughs> um, so my question to you is, are you a beer guy? And B have you tried both of the quack IPA and the ducks blonde from brewery X and which one is your favorite? I am a Hefeweizen and Stout guy. Uh, oh, okay. Actually, I'm a, actually more of a whiskey guy, honestly. Hell yeah. Um, nice. Although I'm currently staring at some Colombian rum right now in the corner of my, in okay. the corner of my house, which is an incredible that we bought in Colombia. My oh, wife's wow. Colombian. Uh, so that stuff is direct from the source and it is incredible. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm, not an IP, I'm not an IPA fan at all. I do not drink IPAs. Don't like them. What? Now, judge me. Judge me. I get it. I get it. Um, We're in the same boat. No, I love, I yeah, love, I love, I love all style of beer. So no, no, no discrimination there. Yeah, the Ducks Blonde. Yeah, uh, from specifically from Brewery X. Yeah, the Ducks Blonde. That's my yeah. favorite too. I think the That's IPA mine is too. Yeah. Okay. I think it's pretty basic. But mm-hmm. yeah, I like the, the owners are great. I mean, yeah. I mean, um, I talked to I feel, uh, I talked to the owner there a couple times, and like we we do these events there. We do our um, 
I don't know, a watch party. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, a watch party. Yeah, and those are, by the way, if you haven't gone to a watch party at either Golden Road or at Brewery X, it's a fun, it's an awesome experience. Our, we got, you know, DJ Jojo shows up. We've got Wild Wing there. Uh, we, we're handing out signed merch. We're handing out signed stuff. It's a blast. The crowd is incredible. Um, and I, yeah, the, the energy is awesome. So I highly, highly recommend it if you're local. If you can make the drive to either Brewery X or Golden Road for whenever we do have another watch party, I highly recommend it. It's a good, it's a good time, and the food's great. Honestly, the food is fantastic. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're we're your pizza's amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. We've all we've all been to Brewery X together many many times. Actually. We have a yeah. checkered we have a checkered past with Brewery X <laughs> to say to say the least. Friend, Jake, did we'll, you get uh, thrown we'll out? Friend. Jake, did you get thrown out at, at Brewery well, X? No, I did. I did. Don't worry. Friend, don't uh, worry. Our no one's listening. Got us you can just tell out. us. No, our, our friend Ryan got us thrown out, but I I will say he was innocent. It was it's a bit of a it's a bit of a funny story, but we'll, we'll save that for uh, another time. We were already leaving regardless, so if <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Just, you can't fire me. I quit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's just say we had a we had been there a while and been drinking a lot, and oh boy, uh, oh boy. you <laughs> know it just what it wasn't it wasn't good circumstances, but like Lou said, we. We were planning on leaving, and it just was kind of a in the butt. good good reason <laughs> yeah. to leave at that point, not put up a fight, you know. No one, no one did anything bad. Let's put it. That <laughs> yeah, those watch parties do seem like a lot of fun. I'm hoping that uh, you guys are having one when I'm out there at some point. Hopefully, it works out that way. Should just simply move out here, Chris. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, I think our just... time in Arizona is up. <laughs> Chris, are you going to go check us out in the new barn down yes. there? Yeah, I'm going to try. Hopefully the tickets aren't too crazy. Okay. Yeah, because you're you're out here twice, so I'm hoping I can get to both. That'll be such an interesting experience, man. Should be fun, yeah. Yeah. I know, I know the jokes are going to be flowing throughout the entire season, but... But hey, I mean, if it keeps them here, because it would suck if I don't have... If I didn't have a team to go see here, so... I, I I know the the lady who's in charge of social for for the coyotes, and I I know what she's had to go through. Oh yeah, this last year oh, and a half. Of, so, yeah, there they are. Yeah, she's doing she's doing good work down there, and actually I actually really like what they do with their video and photo as well down yeah. there. They they do they do some good work, but I know they they take a beating on social. But uh, I I know the team down there, and they 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 are doing their absolute best. And and they I mean yeah, yeah they do some great stuff. I really like what they're doing. Hopefully this leads to better things and they can have a nice brand new arena down the road and yep. all of this can be in the, in the past. Yep. Well, we've got OC vibe coming. We've got, yes. Yeah. That's going to be pretty spectacular here when that, that, that gets all finished. You're breaking uh, ground on that soon, huh? I think shovel goes in the ground this year. I'll be honest. I pretty, I, I do not it's, know which month. It's shovel, like, or, yeah. it's like early 2023 or late oh, 2023. It's, it's sometime around there. Yeah. Pray for, uh, pray for traffic in the last half of the season. But <laughs> no, <laughs> it'll be, no, we'll be, uh, it'll be exciting when that thing is finally, yeah. uh, is finally built and up and running. I know, I know we're all looking forward to it. That area has needed something like that for a couple of years. With it's going to be pretty, uh, yeah, it'll be pretty super. Yeah, it'll with be the ducks and in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Was there anything else you guys can think of? I'm pretty, I think we kind of worked through all we, uh, we had pre-planned. Yeah. I think we pretty much covered everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I agree. Guys, it's been wonderful to join you. This has been a blast. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. 
Yeah, thank you so Thanks much for, for coming. Yeah, thank you for joining us. It's it means a lot having uh, you know, you in our corner and no <laughs> not. liking our stuff and stuff. You guys so are fun. Keep up, keep yeah. up, keep up the good stuff on on social. I, I see it all. So yeah, if you got something fun, yeah. Again, if you like, if yeah, if you hey, if anyone likes, if you see something you like on from Duck Social, hit us with a like. If you really like it, hit the retweet. You love it, yeah. send a reply. <laughs> those those numbers do matter uh, yeah. for my job, and that those numbers do matter uh, for our organization and our team and our team. So if you like it, interact with us in, in in any way, and you know I appreciate it, and you know our our team appreciates it. So thank you so much. And if you're not, make sure to follow at Anaheim Ducks on every single platform you can think of, except Snapchat. Tyler <laughs> <laughs> man, Tyler man, you're awesome. Yeah, Thanks guys, thank you so much. I know, yeah, I know it might get a little bit harder to do you know during the middle of the season but maybe we'll do like a we'll try to make a little uh, mid-season checkpoint episode work in sounds good it'll be a, it'll be a cooking class there you go it'll live, <laughs> stream yeah, it live on yeah. twitch it'll be a cooking class maybe yeah. maybe uh, maybe it'll be a reaction to the cooking it's class it's me it's me dj jojo wild wing and we'll have a chef from honda center and like we teach you all how to cook there you, you go well, i'm up for it jake put it down in the notes <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say if, if this episode has taught me anything, it's uh you definitely have seen all the times we've talked about eating wild wing. I don't think <laughs> I don't think you're in on that joke, but uh I'm I'm know. so close to banning you, by the way. I'm so <laughs> close to straight blocking you. The next the next thing I see from your account that says like I don't really? care what it is, if it's just a fork. If I see a fork emoji on your account, you're getting blocked. Just letting you know. It's just it's just it's just a picture of wrapped silverware. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what oh, are man. the what are those accounts on twitter now like uh pictures with threatening auras and mine's just gonna be like wrapped silverware slowly <laughs> slowly being unraveled oh no oh no <laughs> oh man uh, well on a serious note you know thank you again tyler like like the guys have said you know it's it's nice having you guys in our corner knowing that you know we can be ourselves and be crass and kind of have fun on here, but also still have your support. Um, yeah, we appreciate you coming on tonight. No, no worries. It's been great. Thank you. So all, thank you all so much. I look forward to see what you guys do in the future. Right, thanks so much. Go, uh, go, uh, go enjoy some of that Caribbean rum now. <laughs> <laughs> have a good one, y'all. Yeah, you too.